Slice. Hello and welcome to the Little Slice podcast where uh, we chat a load of shit about an album for a bit and then, yeah, that's about about that. <laughs> we <laughs> probably do a different intro than that. <laughs> nah, fuck it. <laughs> you say that, that was the smoothest intro we've had. Oh yeah, because we all shut up and let him talk for the first yeah. time. And that was the biggest mistake we've ever made <laughs> on this podcast. Yeah. So I'm Dan, with me as always are my uh, three co-hosts. Uh, John. Jim. And Marek. Took me a while to cut my guitar. Still going so smoothly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we've been gone for a little while, you know. Yeah, probably like, a month. Uh, Where'd we go? Yeah. Well, hunting wild elk. <laughs> hunting wild elk. Me and Joe Rogan <laughs> <laughs> hanging out, <laughs> killing animals. <laughs> On a um, fishing trip, boys. <laughs> does anyone have any updates that they want to provide on their lives in general over the past month? No, I worked with a, an angry Polish yes. man today. <laughs> yep, Johnny Christ. worked with an angry Polish man. I've only the Polish heard that isn't story. The, the only reason I said Polish <laughs> is yeah, that's, that seems like an unnecessary part of the story. <laughs> to be honest, John. only because if you're imagining an angry man, you can now imagine the accent as well. Mm-hmm. You know, visuals. Yeah, gives you the full full scope. Mm-hmm. You're saying that there's something inherently funny about Polish people, John. <laughs> Watch your I didn't kid. say funny visuals. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. I'm trying to build this mental image. Can you describe the van to us, please? It is red. Nice big red Royal Mail van. Round wheels or square wheels? They're um, octagon. <laughs> How many sizes of an octagon have, John? <laughs> Eight. Okay, just, just, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just sit around. You're from Swansea, you know. I've got to test you. Don't doubt me, boy. Anyway, what have you been up to? Today, specifically. So specifically today. today. Yeah, because I've told you what I've been up to. did some Christmas shopping. <gasps> nice. Yeah. What'd, What'd you get, get me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't disclose that information in case. Charlotte does Charlotte. not listen to the That's podcast. Very true, <laughs> but still fair. don't. Because to be fair, like, she, she has just this knack for figuring out or just stumbling upon what yeah. you've got. I don't think you hide it very well, but at the same time... No, I noticed that, because yeah. last year I, I lived with Charlotte, yeah. and around this time, I remember she came in the living room, and, and she was like, I'm trying to work out what Dan got me for, for Christmas, I have no <laughs> idea. And she went, but I think it's going to be this, 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 and this. <laughs> and it was that, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? But yeah. I hide it, fine. The only... <laughs> she's figured one out this year, Yeah, um, because uh, my phone went off, and... I asked her to pass it to me, yeah. and it was an email from Amazon saying that it was the aviation gin, and I was Oof. like, ah, oh, motherfucker. To be fair, that's a good sign, because whereas most people, you know, in some relationships, the girl passing the phone to the lad means the girl finds out that lad's being unfaithful, or... Did you say in most relationships? Yeah, I don't Because that, yeah. that, that's a very wow. pessimistic view. Yeah, I mean, love is an illusion, love. and at the end of the day, nothing ever means anything. But no, you know, you, you you just got rumbled in the act of buying some nice aviation gin. Yeah. Courtesy of Ryan Reynolds. Courtesy of Ryan Reynolds. I just feel like apparently this episode has been sponsored by Tinder. Yeah, 50% off on Tinder Gold. Now, use the code JIM20 at checkout now. <laughs> so what album are we doing this week, Dan? Uh, this week we're doing one of my childhood favourite albums, uh, Day and Age by The Killers. Um... This is going to be a little nostalgia trip for me. Um, sort of going into it, I was very hesitant because I was like, uh, I don't know if this album's good 
or whether it's just my nostalgia playing tricks on me, much like Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, the less said about that album, the better. <laughs> rip into you again for it. Uh, no, but I didn't know whether it was actually a good album or not because this is sort of. Uh, for for many people, the point when the killers started to go a bit downhill. Mm. Um, but no, I think I'm quite happy with with how I feel about it now. So yeah, uh, it was um, an album that I w- didn't really know existed. Yeah, but having said that, I sort of dropped out from listening to the killers after. Well, I never really like listen, listen mm-hmm. to them, but I was more aware of the music when it was like Sam's Town and the one after that. Yeah, Sawdust. No, Sawdust is after that, so it's so Sam's Town and the one before that, which yeah. was Hot Fuzz, which I always call Hot Fuzz. So I'm going to try not to do that <laughs> at any point during this podcast. Um, I picked back up with Wonderful, Wonderful, just mm-hmm. the newest one, um, but I didn't even know this That's was a big a thing. Gap between albums. Yeah, <laughs> how many other ones has there been? Well, the, there was there's Battle not been Born, that many there? other albums. I think it's just. Battleborn between this and Wonderful Wonderful, but yeah. that's a lot of time. It's like a twelve-year gap yeah. between the two albums. Yeah, that's so oh, mm. for a band that big, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I think they, Brandon Flowers went off and did a, a oh, lot of solo true. stuff for mm. a bit. It did, um, yeah. which to be fair, isn't that the killers? I just want to say that. On, uh, on See, I don't know if it is. I, they're all class musicians, yeah. but who knows anyone other than Brandon Flowers? Well, I know the drummer, but that's because, <laughs> obviously. Is it the drummer called Bushes? What? Flowers, uh, Bushes, Hedges. You looked so proud of yourself. Yeah. I got yeah. to the punchline of that, but I just got to it too late to not leave you completely hanging. <laughs> um no, what is his name? It's like something a Spoochie Junior. Spoochie. I want to be called that. Spoochie. Spoochie. That's uh, how they should start a song on the next album. Yeah. I want to get to the end of one of their songs. Spoochie. <laughs> that was Spoochie. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay. File to change my name. Um, should we just crack on with it then by the way that was a Brendan Flowers impression that was a Brendan Flowers impression was it <laughs> I didn't mean that Brandon Flowers <coughs> sorry <Yeah>. Daniel yeah. <laughs> Brandon Yuri would be disappointed <laughs> alright let's get into it one reason It's a great way to start off the album, to be honest. Um, again, like we say every time, this is my pick, so I'm not going to try and mm-hmm. say too much about it because I'm just going to gush over it for the mm-hmm. most part. Um, but yeah, like I didn't think I would gush over a lot of it, but. Mm. It's turned out that I, I very much enjoy most of this album now. So I just say I'm very glad you didn't say "gush" for a third time because that word goes right through. <laughs> me. Uh, it is gush. certainly uh, a logistic yeah! choice oh, that you made. Thank God, and I support you through it. Thought you were gonna gush. Yeah, would I would I do that thing? We're past that. It's in the past. Yeah, it's a past thing. Yeah, fucking right. I really like the song, but I I don't know what I would have swapped it with. But I wouldn't have opened with it. Really? Yeah. That's fair. Um, that's the thing. Like, 
yeah, I, I, I don't know what else you'd put, mm. like, from this album at least. Like, I don't know what else you'd put there. Just Mr. Brightside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just on every yeah, album. <laughs> every song on every yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they did a record that was literally just Mr. Brightside 11 times. Just called How many hits? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just human as a bonus track. <laughs> yeah. Hidden hidden backwards track. Um, when I heard... Oh, yeah. You know. When I heard the... Um, like, the opening five seconds of this song, mm. I was like, I'm not going to like this album. Because <laughs> that, to me, just seems like... I don't like... Like, it, it does turn me off every time. I yeah. don't even know what it is, to be honest. It's not even... It's literally just, like, a few notes that don't really give any indication of the rest of it. But I heard it, and I was like, oh, it just seems like it's going to be, like, bad killers. Yeah. Because I do think sometimes they try and... Like, because they are quite a theatrical mm-hmm. band that really is sort of grandiose at times. And I thought maybe they were going to... That, like, that seemed to me like it was going to be a bit too much. But then just, like, the build-up come in, and then the... The verse starts properly and it's like a nice sort of groove and you're like, oh yeah, no, this is this is sound. Um yeah, it's a really good song. I, I really rate it. I do get what you're saying about it maybe not being the best album opener. At the time I th- didn't have an issue with it, but then when you said it I was thinking about it and I was like uh, it's it's not bad, but I think it just it it takes its time yeah. for an opening track. Yeah. Whereas something else might sort of just come in hit you in the face and then you know definitely yeah I, I just I really like that build up into it I think that, that's yeah. a nice way to start it mm-hmm. um, it's somewhat different but yeah it's it's. I don't know I, th- I think it's to be fair um, for a lot of these songs I think I'll say it uh, his voice very much carries this album for me in some and that's why I don't like it <laughs> okay go <on>. oh here <laughs> we go floodgates opened yeah, strong opening statement. How honest? Uh, uh, be this, like uh, me this, with Chuck. Yeah, <laughs> I really, really struggled to listen to this album. Today. I, there's no point in hiding anything. And it is no way revenge to Chuck <laughs> at all. <laughs> well, I, I do album, seem to be like I picked this album because I was going to pick a different album, um, and I sort of picked this one because I was like, I was, I was, I picked it up at the time. Uh, on vinyl and I was like this is a very nostalgic album for me I wonder if the same thing will happen with yeah. this album as what happened with Chuck yeah. uh, for Johnny so um, oh gosh I can't I, everything <laughs> There's, I can't I struggle to pick out anything I enjoy about any song like Ooh, um, I th- this is what I came to the conclusion towards the end of the mm-hmm. album like I think that I really don't like his vocals or tone, yeah. and that's why I probably struggle for the whole album. Yeah. Um, this as well as most of them for me, like I can't remember it. I think it's his tone. Yeah. And his melody choices. Nothing ever resonates. See, nothing like, resonates with me. Like that. That's it's funny. That's uh, mad to me because I think that Brandon Flowers for me is one of my favorite vocalists ever. Um, and his melodic choices like absolutely amaze me i i love him i don't know what it is about it mm. but he makes what i find to be very interesting melodic choices so i find it very even yeah. more interesting that you 
don't like that at all. <laughs> yeah. Because generally, me and you are on a similar page when it comes yes. to vocals. Um, so, yeah. Which that's... is why I'm a bit... Yeah, as you are baffled with my reaction, I'm <laughs> a bit baffled by how much you like it. Yeah. Like, I think we're most... Um, even Right, Mariana's Trench for you, like... I didn't like, but I could see why you liked it. Yeah. I genuinely don't get the killers. I, I can't. <clears throat> I can't really fathom it. I, it really yeah. is strange. Like I said, I think yeah. it's, a, it's um, whereas with some albums, it's like a bit of, this, oh, I'm yeah. not too keen on that, but that's cool. It just seems to be an uh, add-up of things mm, yeah, yeah. all together. Like mm. for me, there's no dynamic change in any song. Like I... Okay, this is. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I think that's blatantly untrue. <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> I that one did make me cock my head. If I was going to think of one, I would think of the the final song. No, there are now and yeah. again. Yeah, I was exaggerating. It's just a, but generally, yeah, for like that, this is one of the ones for like half the album for me where mm-hmm. it doesn't really seem to go anywhere mm. and remains the same. The same drums. The same. Which is why the drums I, probably are shit on this song. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, th- I think. <laughs> Do you not think I so? Think that for most of the I album, we'll get to drum corner. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Point being, this is forgettable. Like, I, yeah. I can't really say much else. It does. It picks up a bit, like second verse, chorus, mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. There's a bit more energy. I'm like, oh, okay, that's changed a bit. But then it sort of stays there. Yeah. Fair um, enough. Funny this. I seem to be the very <laughs> odd one out. But, <laughs> There's always got to be one. I think it's good to have, mm. have you know. I do quite much. enjoy how Chuck was uh, the three of us against John. Yep, I know. <laughs> and for this album, it's uh, the three of us against John. Yep, <laughs> it seems to be a pattern. But you've got to be honest, haven't you? Nice. <laughs> Stick to your guns, isn't it? I'm bringing yeah. the, you know, the contrast yeah. to the group yeah, unintentionally. The dash. It's good to have it. Like. Black sheep. Um, yeah, no, I, I get where you're coming from with most of that. I struggle to understand the dynamics bit of it just mm. because like I think they change up the dynamics in their songs a lot um, if you just take like the bridge I think that one of Killer's like standout parts of most of their songs are the bridges I think that they do a really good job of them but just that, that bridge coming back into the chorus is like a massive shift and then mm. maybe alright as like objectively I don't think they do it too much. Mm-hmm. I was exactly when I said they don't at all. Yeah, sure. yeah. But even when they do, I don't. For me, it's not effective. Yeah. Maybe that's a, sure. a, a different quite, way of doing it. That's um, not quite hit. Yeah. Mm. But I, yeah, I know what you mean. So do you know what it is about his melodies and his vocal tone that you don't like, or you just don't? You can't get on with can't it. Can't pinpoint it. Yeah. Nah. He, he never goes kind of where I hope him to go. Sometimes I don't know it's the style. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally, sometimes it sounds off to me. But I, I think he's doing saying. that on purpose. Yeah, and I get what he's trying to do. Again, this is a lot of what this is. Is I can see what what he's trying, but it yeah. really doesn't sit with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's and fair. I c- kind of see why everyone likes it. Yeah. Kind of really can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see where you're coming from. Like an example. It's not until a bit later, but like in Neon Tiger. The bit yeah, Neon Tiger's a song we'll get to. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's an example of where like the what Johnny's saying, he he because I like his melodic choices, I I think mm. they are interesting and can sometimes carry sections of a song yeah. where there's not tons of things happening yeah, for me. Yeah. I think 
in Neon Tiger, not to focus on it for too long, but the, like the chorus of that, there's like a bit where he shifts up to like a higher note for like like a line of lyrics. Um, the, it's like, and then he goes, oh, yeah, that bit. But he he's like halfway in between what like his he has been singing mm-hmm. and what would be like a natural yeah like step up. He kind of just goes halfway in between it to like it's almost like a dissonance thing, I think, mm-hmm. which I I find can sometimes get like and especially it, it took me a while to be able to get along with that. I think and sometimes it it, it kind of catches me and takes me out of the song a bit. But I also think he seems to know what he's doing enough that I'm okay with it the vast majority of the time, I think. But having said that, I can definitely see, you know, that it can be, it can be off-putting. Yeah. You know? I, I, to be fair, like, you say it's like a pop and it's commercial, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I don't think his melodies are actually that conventional. Mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, probably, no, I, I don't think they are conventional and that's... Which is probably what, why it doesn't sit with me as well. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I enjoy about it. Um, is that he goes to a lot of places that I wouldn't expect him to go, and I oftentimes I wouldn't want him to go um, there with the melodies, but it just works for me. Mm. Um, it it often takes me by surprise. Like we we'll get on. To, this is one of the more conventional melodies, I think, and like Human and Spaceman sort of have the similar sort of yeah. thing. Um, but when you get to to some of the later tracks. He does do a lot of stuff that wouldn't expect. Um, this is your life is a melody that I would like. I'd never have fucking put that over that mm. instrumental, but I just find it so interesting yeah. and I really like it. Um, mm. But yeah, we'll, we'll get onto that. I guess. Have you got anything more to say, Mark? I think uh, we should take a step to, into the lyric corner. I say I've got lyric corner. Two times. Lyric ready. corner. <laughs> So, oh, we should actually get jingle or The amount of times I'd have to fucking put that into the podcast, yeah. there's no way that's happening. Um, <laughs> or just like a little like sound effect, like a train pulling in. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> you know, I actually hate it. I, I actively yeah. hate that. Um, <laughs> well, we're doing it for Drum Corner. So as a whole, Oops. are you a fan of the lyrics on this album? Yes. Mm. Cool. I, I, I wasn't sure if you would be. Like, I... Th- there's certain songs that I think are mm. lyrically quite brilliant, but um, That's it. there's other ones that I'm like. I don't remember like hearing just... that Dan was taking over lyric corner. I don't know what you're doing. Fuck you. We shifted today. Can I be drum corner? <laughs> you can't have opinions on the drums, guys. Uh, no, I I think I, I do like his lyrics a lot. Um, he's got a very interesting way of telling stories, which yes. for me, songs that tell a story. I often quite find quite bland. Mm-hmm. It's like just don't really, don't really care. I feel like you're uh, disrespecting my songwriting almost entirely. Mm. No, I'm not disrespecting. Oh. I'm disrespecting Johnny's songwriting. Oh, Ooh. I don't care <laughs> Sorry, those stories. <laughs> no, but um, he's so I don't really cite Brandon Flowers as as an inspiration generally, but I would use the word um, indulgent in the way that he writes certain things. Because in the last four lines of chorus three, so the last four lines of the song, where he's got, but you made your way back home, you went and sold your soul, an allegiance dead and gone, I'm losing touch. This is a pop album, but that's very emo. And that's true. it's something that I would absolutely write myself. Yeah. And it, there's nothing particularly special or standard about those particular lyrics, 
but I just know that it's what I would write in the mm-hmm. same kind of vein. I, th- I think he, there's some very good um, storytelling, mm. especially on songs like Dustland Fairy Tale. I can't yeah. wait to get to that one, yeah. I love that song. Um, also, This Is Your Life as well. I love that one. Um, that's great. Spaceman's got some great lyrics. I love Spaceman. Like so fast and going on that sometimes you don't pick up on it but it's mm. got some really good lyrics in it and also good night travel well I, I like. but we'll, we'll get to yeah this. we'll get to this the, for me like um this track and and human are sort of tracks i just want to get out the way i yeah. feel that way about human <clears throat> this, yeah. I, I really like this track i just feel like there's a few really standout tracks later on yeah and i i'm eager to get to them <laughs> so. so let's get on the human unless you want to do drum corner first or? Uh, drums are good. You two See, should shut up. Like, <laughs> I thought you'd hate the yeah. drums because they're just it's not much pretty going boring. Four four rock beat. Yeah, it is and it isn't because <clears throat> the thing that he does that he does on everything is he puts like loads and loads of character into it. Yeah, like, and it can be stuff where even when he's playing like it, it what is virtually a basic rock beat just with like the bass drum a little bit offset. He He's putting accents on the hi hat in like normally you'd put a high set on uh, a high set, <laughs> an accent on the hi hat on like maybe like the one. And, I'm trying to think now. One and two, like on each beat, just like yeah. accentuate. But he he'll do it. He goes like dun, 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 dun. like he puts it in places that kind of give the beat the drive of the song like a real sort of skip to it, um, and. I'm a big fan of that. I'd not massively sold on the, some of the drum sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, some songs it works, some songs it doesn't work. Yeah, but he's just he's uh, he's he's class. Like he is yeah, really man. good, and I they're, they're all really really good musicians. Yeah, um, uh-huh. they sound like a wedding band. Like yeah, really well drilled. Like proper, yeah. Mm-hmm. They um. They definitely do. <laughs> hey, we mean that as a compliment. You disrespecting wedding bands. <laughs> the uh, the feeling. Watch your tongue around here. Yeah, the feeling were a wedding band. <laughs> oh, were they? Yeah, before, yeah, but that one shows. They became famous. Yeah, it does. That absolutely yeah, shows. Like, it does in the sense that like they play like like a computer. Oh yeah. But I think it's just because they're that good. Yeah. But you know they play it perfect. But yeah. Getting back onto Spoochie. Yeah, we'll He's get to uh, that Yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Spoochie. No. Spoochie. <laughs> know the feeling on this podcast. We're going to have to call it Spoochie. I will, be, I will be picking 12 stops from home at some point. God damn it. Baby. That's fucking classic. I want to talk about Spoochie. Yeah, we just decided that we're renaming Drum Corner. Spoochie. Spoochie Corner. Uh, and that's all I got to say on that. Track two, then. Oh, yeah. yeah, the big one. Uh, the song is overplayed. Well, yeah. space man then. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Um, <laughs> yeah. I never liked it. Well, I'm, I'm not shocked. Um, I don't think it's a bad song, mm. uh, but it was massively overplayed, and now I don't care to listen to it anymore. I think um, <clears throat> if Spaceman was the lead single, and this was either the second single or just an album track, I don't think I'd 
dislike it nearly as much as I do. Mm-hmm. But yeah, do you think? Um, actually, no, that's a question for Spaceman. I don't want to get onto that too soon. Yeah, I I'm the same. I think it's like you say, it's not a it's a it's not a bad song, yeah. but I don't think it has enough substance. To survive being over, to be survive being played as much as it yeah, got played. yeah. So like Mr. Brightside, or um, I don't this know. This was massive as well. Like, oh yeah, yeah. you couldn't not hear this. It's not like Mr. Brightside has just been a big song over a long period of time, mm. but this was every hour on the radio mm-hmm. at the time, and this was mm-hmm. when when people listened to radio. <laughs> yeah. And like, no wonder everyone was, was depressed. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let me start talking about the radio because we have it on in work. And Jesus Christ, it's a good thing that people do not listen to radio anymore. It's oh yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was just massively overplayed. I remember Mr. Miller chose this song as a song just like for everyone to perform in music. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what the hell, Craig? <laughs> yeah. Um, we should say Mr. Millard was our music teacher. <laughs> I don't think we specified oh, who yeah. Mr. Millard was. <laughs> Could have just been like Mr. What's the guy? Mr. Phillips? No, Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers. What, yeah. From, from the yeah, TV remember show. Mr. Rogers? Remember Mr. From Rogers? The TV Mark? show, the American TV show. TV. Oh, show. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Your teacher. No, no I was when I was talking about Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. Oh, oh mate. Ultimate showdown. <laughs> Ultimate destiny. The champions stood. The rest saw they better. Mr. Rogers in a bloodstained sweater. You want to talk about lyricism? That's the that is the song. Because Shaq um, came back covered in a tire track. <laughs> Jackie Chan jumped down and landed on his back. <laughs> oh god! What a song! Like every line of it is incredible. Agreed. <laughs> Johnny has no idea what the hell is going on. I used to know the no, um, the the little rap, the like the proper rap bit in the middle. And um, blue mini, and the blue mini, and yeah, what is And John with the genie, Robocop, Terminator, Superman, every single Power Ranger, the Les President, Theodore Logan, Spock, the Rock Dog, Ark, and Hulk Hogan all came out of nowhere. Yeah, that's yeah, that bit. That's class. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, human is. Oh yeah, killers, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it says a lot that we got that easy distracted by a song that lame. It's um, it's got a hook for days. To be fair, got <coughs> that. Yeah, like it's overplayed, but it's I, pretty hooky. It's it is. Yeah. It's got that hook, but I think that the hook in Spaceman's better. Like I don't. Yeah. Find myself like humming along to this song like after I've listened to it. Hmm. Yeah. For, for me, maybe it's because it's the only one I've actually known before. Yeah. Listen to it. It's the only song with the hook, like a proper hook, hooky hook mm. for me. I might say Spaceman just about has one. Yeah. In that I think this one's like one where, to be fair, like it catches people. Like if you were to say, if you'd say to someone, "Oh, human by the killers," it's start going, "Are you human?" Mm. Or no, not, "Are you human?" Because that's not <laughs> the lyrics. Are we human? Um, but yeah, why is everybody coming for lyric corner today? I do actually have a question for lyric corner. Oh dear, what are the lyrics in the chorus? Because is he saying, "Or are we dancer?" He yeah. is indeed. What fuck does that are mean? Are we human or are we dancer? I am monkey. Our sign is. My sign is vital. My hands are cold, and I'm on my knees looking for the answer. Are we human? Or are we dancer? It's a quote from Hunter S. Thompson where he says, We're raising a generation of dancers. Um, however, it's supposedly it's highly debated on account of the uh, the grammatical inconsistency. Yeah. 
I oh. R E Dancer. <coughs> how has that become a massive song? Yeah, it's got like a <laughs> well. You know how I said earlier the last song that he writes in the same way that I would write. I wouldn't write this. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. Yeah, you write like this. <laughs> I would put a plural on the end of that so that it makes sense. I would put Ness on the end. Of that R E Dancer. <laughs> put a Z on the end of it. Yeah, for me this song. Oh yeah, no, I just think it's not interesting enough to be like played as much as it was. I think it's a perfectly yeah. fine song, but like I probably heard it like three times and was like, okay, it's, that's everything that I'm going to get from this song. It's one of the more boring ones on the album. On the whole album, yeah, yeah it is. I can see why radio like it. Yeah, it's really safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and oh yeah, it's yeah. got a hook. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see why it was. Big, but not the yeah. big as you're saying. Mm-hmm. Do you know what? The, I'm going to sort of fo- not focus on it, but because this was the only one I ever, ever mm-hmm. had ever heard before doing this, I was like, right, if the general energy I get from the album is how what I get from this song, yeah, which is what happened in the end, I know I'm not going to like it. Mm-hmm. Like, if dreary is the word that I use to sum up the song before I heard this album and I to sum up the album mm. like you know when you hear music like and the music you like generally picks you up it gives you energy yeah. or you like bop to it this gen- it makes me like slump in my chair his <laughs> <laughs> vocals are slow you know? mm. it, it's, so, it's all like heavy and just slow That that's the energy I get I which this song epitomises yeah and I was like oh like, yes, the album's got to pick up a bit more points, mm-hmm. and I don't feel it did for me. Fair enough. That's fair. Yeah. I I definitely get you with this song. Um, I, th- I think the rest of the album is far more interesting than this one. Though. To be fair, yeah, the, the, this is probably the worst song. Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's but still, it doesn't. I think do much there, more. The there rest are of it. a couple of others that I'd probably agree with you for that we'll get on to. Um, but yeah, I think I think it it properly picks it up with the next track and then it, it doesn't so much um, I don't think the other tracks I don't think any of it's meant to be like that high energy except for maybe Spaceman mm-hmm. uh, I think it's everything else is just a bit more interesting I think there's more going on yeah um, I can't <clears throat> I can't really pinpoint the the, the dreary feeling because yeah. there is music I'm not saying there is music. Yeah. There is music. <laughs> <laughs> music is happening. Are we dancer? Um, there's music. I you know not all the music I like is high energy and mad. It's not at all. I listen yeah, to a lot yeah. of calm. So I don't know why. I can't pinpoint exactly why it gives me that dreary, like mm-hmm. sluggish feeling. I th- I think on this one it might be a bit to do with the way that he sings it because, like the I'm on my knees bit, he really kind of like. He kind of like slides through the notes in that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it kind of just goes mm. like it kind of just like nothing's dead. Like it's not like really defined or like it's not yeah. really belting it that much. It's kind mm. of subdued, and I think in the verses as well they're pretty subdued. He sings a lot of stuff on this album, quite almost laid back. Yeah. Like even on a song yeah. like. Um, something something travel well is it good night travel well like that final chorus which is like this really sort of climactic epic piece of music he's he's singing and he's singing high but he's not like 
it doesn't sound like he's really like hammering it. He's just mm-hmm. kind of he's just singing it. I think maybe that might have something to do with mm. it. Possibly, I think this like, is meant to be a a bit of a calmer album. For yeah, him, to be definitely. fair, um, compared I, to the previous one. Yeah, I don't I don't know yeah. much of Sawdust, but mm. definitely when you relate it to Hot Fuss and Samstown, it's yeah. a much different direction. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because thinking about it, actually, obviously, Mister Brightside, mm-hmm. and somebody told me he's on that album, isn't it? Yeah, it's on Hot Fuss. Like yeah. I quite like those songs. Mm-hmm. And when I'm thinking about it now, never been the first and generally of the production or yeah, the general first. sound, but like <laughs> his delivery is, I don't know, is a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Drives yeah. way more. But, yeah, a bit more driving. So maybe it is, it ha- you, you happen to pick the album by mm-hmm. them that it yeah, has maybe. this more laid back approach, which is why I'm picking it up more, yeah. Yeah, it could be that, to be fair. Much um, to say on it, Marek? I'm not even going to pick out any lyrics from this one, if I'm honest with you. That's fair. Are we right. dancer? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll pick it's it out. Are we dancer? And I'll pick it out as a line not to fight. Highlight. Love it. Yeah, uh, this is just an absolutely top class pop song from American Town. I'm still here. It's one of my favourite parts of the album. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, mine too. That that would be a stretch for me. (laughs) (laughs) Expand on that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, nice change. It's one of the better that, that would have been an awful sentence of English it's one of the better <laughs> <are we> energies <laughs> um, I really like the verses in this yeah like I was like oh here we go come on yeah right chorus came I was very disappointed I've never heard the song it's a single isn't it yeah second single off the album I don't know if they had a third one actually yeah twice now you said I've never heard this song did you listen to the album earlier or (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going on no I I quite like the verse I thought alright it's a bit punchier this is cool Mm -hmm. ah got it by the chorus personally and then for me again it stagnated I know I, I'm obviously very on my own with this, <laughs> but again, it didn't do anything. It, it, more than the other so far, and more than most of the album. Mm-hmm. This is a, a highlight yeah. of, yeah, if I had to pick one. I agree with you. Hold the phones. What? When it gets to the chorus, but that's because like, I listen to a lot of heavy stuff and a lot of like the story. I expect it to go off. It doesn't. So I'm like, oh man, that's gutting. But I still really like what he does. It's still yeah. like it, it okay. doesn't move much. It doesn't really change that much of a level. Mm. But I still rate it. I so get you. I love the chorus. Um and yeah, I obviously we listen to a lot of the same music. Like it, for, for me it didn't have to like pick up yeah. musically. Just maybe melody or something mm. didn't really go anywhere else. Like yeah. I get what you're saying, yeah. like, saying like, I, I my point of view it wasn't like I wanted it to go massive yeah but yeah just felt more like a pre-chorus or something it didn't feel finished like yeah I get you a solid chorus for me but yeah mm. I like that you made a C with your hand and you said solid <laughs> chorus like, did I? yeah C for solid just I mean C for solid I'm just class sign language person <laughs> <laughs> he says he does a C backwards <laughs> and then switches to 
Whatever angle you want, my friend. Yeah. Got it all covered. Um, I like this song a lot. I think I... I do wonder whether the production of the album is kind of what's making it not hit that height that you sort of want it to hit in terms of the, the transition into the chorus. Because it, it, it is... Some of the production, I think, at times can be a little bit flat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's across quite a lot of their stuff. I think the recent album, they, they figured it out for. But I think across quite a bit of their stuff, they can have production that does sound a bit lifeless. Yeah. Um, I just think this is such a fun song, though. Like, mm. for me, it's just like... They they do this live, um, which I was able to see on, which I'll talk about at some point, I'm sure. Um, and it's just like it is just like a shot up the arse in it it's just really yeah I don't know if that's the same to be honest <laughs> what kick up the arse it's a just like shot really up a, the arse it's like yeah the song yeah 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 really oh I, 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 I can laugh and I imagine live yeah and then laughing <clears throat> at me the song and you just generally <laughs> yeah I think it's I think it's I think this song does everything musically they needs to for the chorus to like feel big for me. Mm. Um, again, maybe the the production isn't yeah doesn't do it justice. But it doesn't translate it as well. Yeah, but I think that everything's doing what it needs to musically. I think maybe in comparison to the album, like when you view it as part like against all the other songs on the album, mm. it probably does have like one of the bigger choruses. Yeah. I think I think it's, it might just be a case of just the production getting in the way. One of the bigger choruses. Oh, don't get me wrong. I, I yeah. love this song, but yeah. I don't think it's got that big. No, chorus. but I agree with you uh-huh. because for me, none of the choruses are big. Mm. Mm. So I know why you're like, what? Just compare but, it to um, is it is it the song called Somebody Told Me? Is that the, yeah the song yeah. title? Yeah, but that's a different album. I know, but compared to that song, compared to Mr. Brightside, I know a different the, album. This album's not trying to do the same thing. I'm saying that they can do the chorus saying like boom and mm. as an example they haven't I get what you mean like it does everything it needs to and I do like what it does yeah and I love this probably one of my favourite I know my top three of this album and this is one of them mm-hmm. but I do just kind of wish it went off a bit more in the chorus but like, yeah. that's just preference that is. that's just me maybe it's just a, <clears throat> a case of like the, the choices of maybe guitar tones and things like that maybe if they had mm. something it's a bit crunchier or a bit yeah, I get I get where you're coming from. I think this is another one where I mean they put this in the soundtrack for a film, Planet Fifty One, starring Rain. It's not the one Rain with the Dwayne the Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Dwayneson. <laughs> Dwayne the Dwayne Dwayne. Yeah. Um. So maybe it's kind of because that's like a DreamWorks film, yeah, DreamWorks picture. <laughs> yeah. Um. So maybe they sort of toned it down. With that in mind, I'm sure they probably didn't write a song to go on that album. No, I'm pretty sure oh, that came that out film. like a year after this album mm. as well. So yeah, um, yeah. For me, this is just a like a really fun one. Like when I, when I did see them and they played this, I had forgotten that they this the song existed. They started doing it, and I was like with a group of mates, and we were just sort of just observing it more than like yeah. properly getting into it. But I was like, this song got me like proper up for it. Um, but yeah, you know, I can see how it might not hit the same way because it's kind of halfway between. Like a big, big song, like the type of thing that you and, and Mark listen to, and a killer's song. So maybe it just kind of doesn't stray far enough away from like their kind of mm. wheelhouse, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. Or maybe you just don't like it, and that's fair enough. Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. Maybe, yeah, maybe like, like you said, we expect it to go mm. up a notch. Possibly, it just yeah. didn't quite hit. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Any more for any more? All good. Oh, Lyric corner, so. baby. Oh, oh yeah. shit. Do it. I just wanted to mention thrice in this episode, to be honest, because they got the lyric here that you're caught between the devil and the deep blue sea, and that's a that's a thrice lyric as well, and it's, it's an idiom that I, I see a lot of in songs. Mm. I try to actively avoid it for that very reason, mm-hmm. but I always like noticing the idiom. Speaking of idioms that get used a lot in songs, the new Bring Me the Horizon song, was it Ludens? Ludens, yeah. That's getting... So, at work, we have a radio on, we have Radio 1 on. All day, it's soul destroying. One of the only songs that they play that has a guitar in it is Ludens, and I don't particularly like Ludens, um, so that's a shame. But it has an idiom which we were complaining about, where someone says "sticks and stones may break my bones," oh, fuck all that and then shit. replaces the second half with something with else. Something else. Yeah. Everyone does that. Yeah. No one's being clever. <laughs> Who just stop? Just think of something so better. That's one of the least favorite uh, conventions in, in <laughs> yeah. current lyric writing. I would say, I I like that song. It's growing yeah. on me. Big Bring Me fan. Mm-hmm. Even me, I'm in the opposite corner to lyric corner, but I noticed. That. I was yeah. like, oh god, yeah. Yeah, that's what it does. Doing it again. Yeah, Rihanna did it. Good song. I love the song. Everyone should have left it alone then. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna was the first person. What song? Uh, I was really aggressive. What song was, what it? Song was that? <laughs> it was the one. It's like where she's like chains and whips excite me, which yeah. is a bit risque. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sticks yeah. and stones may yeah. break my bones. In a, just a, a northern Welsh accent. <laughs> just, <laughs> chains and whips excite me, so they do. <laughs> I don't know what accent that's supposed to be. I'm surprised Lunes is most of it's commercial, but like. That's got like a heavy screamo drop, so I'm surprised Radio One played that. Do you know? I think they might have taken it out because I keep I'm, on listening yeah, out I'm for it. They did. I keep on listening out for it because I'm like, oh, at least I know I like that bit. And either some like I probably don't. Yeah. yeah, like I am working, so I can't be like just like with my ear pressed against the radio. But I'm, I don't think I've heard it. What so. was that Twenty One Pilots song? Uh, Heathens. Did you ever hear the radio edit of Heathens? Because that song is basically all mid late, and because it's technically a breakdown, the radio just took it out. Oh okay, <laughs> it's just nothing yeah, to it. It's great. <laughs> There's some songs where they do fucking terrible radio edits. They did a really bad radio edit of uh, Wolves of Winter. Did they? By yeah. the that came on the radio. I was like, oh, amazing! Like what did they, take out of that? they take the guitar solo out. They go straight <laughs> really? from the guitar solo into the the final two. We are the Wolves of Winter. What comes before the guitar solo? I think it's I think it's the guitar solo they take out. I'm trying to think now. What the? Yeah, it is. So it's literally just a chorus, yeah. and then they just do another. Co- they just do the chorus two more times, and then end the song with a. Whoops. Yeah, really bad, really jarring. And there's an, a Foles one where they do the same thing. I think it might be Mountain at My Gates. Yeah, Mountain at My Gates. It's not too bad because they love like they like that song did really well on the radio. Yeah. But they take out the bit where he starts going. Gimme, gimme, gimme. <laughs> like they literally just take that out and just like go from the normal bit to keeps me coming round and then end. Shit. Yeah, the uh, radio is fucking terrible. At some <laughs> point, I might have a rant about what Radio One is at the moment because it's. I wonder how like disgrace. better 
uh, or funnier Queens of Stone Age's songs for the deaf would have been because obviously that, that's a concept album about listening to a radio station <laughs> yeah. if they just recorded all the songs and then put really jarring radio edits yeah. but that was the song <laughs> nice that's just giving me an idea I should just like <laughs> there's no CD player on the radio mod a CD player onto the radio and just play songs for the deaf because they'll think it's a radio Oh, so you get them, you get them. I want to be there, just yeah, kicking. Um, kicking I'm gonna say, I don't support face. that idea. So the killers, um, <laughs> the killers. Oh yeah, who are we talking um, about? But yeah, um, so Spaceman is good lyrically, and is it? there you go. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck to get back onto this. This just fucking stupid tangent that we've gone on. Just leave no it. Idea to get back from it. Just Spaceman is a good song with the lyrics. <laughs> it rhymes words well. He said that and he was like, <laughs> like smushing his face around. <laughs> it is funny. The three people whose albums it's not don't care about tangents. But oh, the yeah. person whose album it is is like, why are you drifting? I feel like I'm trying to keep it on target every week. To also, to be fair, Dan is the editor. It's worth noting. So oh, Dan's yeah. probably thinking, this is all going. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the other day, I actually caught my finger in a door. And, oh, um, oh, honestly, yeah. you know when you... Oh, hey, Johnny, how's that like black spot on your thumb going? Oh, yeah. All gone. Thumb oh, baby. It was. It's gone. So it was about two months ago now. Yeah, it was a long time so track four, Joy Right, track four, Joyride. It's just a really fun song. It is a Joyride. Yeah. Yeah. This is just like such a fucking jam. It is. Yeah. It's a yam. Um, I really enjoy. <laughs> Just a lot of the stuff he he um, does melody wise in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, just oh, I love it. The bit yeah. before the second chorus where it like changes up the song loads is like that's really weird structure, but what it sounds it, great. What does it do again? Um, it's like I'll find it. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. It's just cool. Uh huh. It feels like this shouldn't. This doesn't fit in the album for me. Do you not think? Yeah. But I well, get it. It doesn't fit, but it's really different. Yeah. It is quite different. Because um, I quite like the music. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. Again, there's melodies. Yeah. Don't work for me. This, like, this album, for me, um, feels like a lot of stuff is sort of... Um, they just wanted to do something very different, and they've just gone, let's just write a load of stuff and... Pick the best songs pick, pick out. Pick the best of it. ones out of it. Not necessarily trying to find a coherent, a definitive sound to the album. Hmm. Um, and I'm fine with that, to be honest. I think for the most part, it, it all works together. It sounds yeah. coherent enough, hmm. but not like everyone. most of the songs are quite different to each other. Yeah, I think this one, the only one I can think of that is kind of similar to it is "I Can't Stay," because that's got kind of like a. This has got like. It's got like I think it's to do with the percussion on it a lot. Like um it's got like the bongos and yeah. like the Yeah, yeah. Bum, 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 bum stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what that's called. Um and like I can't stay is like kind of this like tropical like fucking hula song. Yeah. <laughs> which really I don't really like it to be honest, but it's got like I think it just shows there's precedent, mm. you know, another example of, of a kind of similar aesthetic, maybe. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, I think this one's fun. Is I I like what he's doing. You were saying, Johnny, that you're not a massive fan of the vocal melody in the like. Is it in the chorus or just in the whole thing? Whole thing. Yeah, I think I do quite like the vocal melody personally in the chorus. I think it's the what it is for me is that like he's doing like it's like da 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 like he's 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 sticking to this same sort of vocal pattern. You think like he's just gonna settle into that for the whole song, and then he just goes. Joyride, <laughs> and then someone goes. Joyride, yeah, and it's just like, he, like I think for me he does. If he'd have stayed on that same pattern as the first two lines, I'd be like, yeah. that's a bit poor. Yeah, but I think yeah. the fact that he just like breaks away from it and just fucking yells out the name of the song. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like I, I kind of he is so off kilter with it. I just yeah, but it's, I get it's a it. proper like call and response chorus. So yeah, big fan of that. That's something I said. Like I really. I don't like the chorus at all. Yeah. I think I was actually thinking, oh, is this a joke? Like, I get it. I but think, live, yeah, I think it'd be fun. I think this, this chorus exactly what is so close to coming across as a really cheesy chorus. Yeah. Um, but I don't know something about it. Uh, like, I think over the past couple of years, I've learned to sort of embrace some proper cheesy shit. And that's with like films and music and everything, mm. and this is for me one of those. Yeah, it's, it's really it doesn't feel like it's taking itself seriously at all. Hmm. I really like that about it. Yeah, no, I understand that. I I, I get what you're saying <clears throat> as well. Like I, I'm, I've always embraced cheesy yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, but hmm, to me, I think like percussion wise, it's got such a funk groove yeah. Uh, oh yeah it's yeah. Th- that aspect of it is one of my favourite mm-hmm. parts um, again it doesn't really go anywhere for me and it kind of it's the same rhythm all the way through but then that bit for me I was very disappointed like yeah it felt I, I got the vibe of like oh someone did that GCSE <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. chorus but it'd be fun at the same time live. That's one of the first things I thought. I can imagine that yeah, everyone yeah. dancing and singing it back. I think it'd but, be um, a fun one live. Yeah, I think I think yeah. that that chorus has like it doesn't. It's not so much a hook, but it's definitely got something to um, keep an audience's attention. Mm. Hmm. And yeah, I I I don't know. It is all I can say about it is it's it's proper cheesy. Uh, but I can see that like they intended it f- to be that cheesy um, I don't think they've gone oh this fucking poetry this this <laughs> poet like one of the greatest choruses of the century you know <laughs> they've they've clearly just gone let's have some fucking fun with this track mm. and for me it's turned out pretty well they seem to be a band that has like got more and more into doing that on mm. at least one song yeah. per album like um, there's a song off the newest album, uh, "Wonderful, Wonderful," uh, called "The Man," which is just like literally, it's like the biggest ego trip in a song outside of like hip hop, maybe yeah. that I've ever heard. But it's kind of tongue in cheek, but also like when they perform it, he's literally just walking around stage, like like really feel like living yeah. the lyrics. Do you know what I mean? It's basically about like just thinking that the dog's bollocks and just like saying it in a variety of different metaphors and as one of the things that's so great about them as like a, a 
like a live band mm-hmm. to see is that they'll really play it up yeah. whereas some people would be like oh we don't want to like look as though we really believe it about ourselves like saying I'm the man I'm the man because people think we're idiots and they know that people maybe expect them to, to just like take it tongue in cheek mm-hmm. so they just really like ham it up yeah. it's 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 good so like, I get like, you know watching them in interviews and stuff as well it, mm-hmm. it they feel it, they feel like they know that they've got thrust into like this massive amount of success mm-hmm. um, and they feel it, it, it feels like they really appreciate it and that they're not they don't think that they're too good for it uh-huh. but it, it makes songs like this for me feel like they're just really having fun yeah because um, they know that Mr. Brightside's their big tune yeah and 100% that's why they've never stopped playing it uh-huh. it's why they'll to be fair like they say they've never got bored of playing it either which I can't believe yeah like, that is <laughs> yeah if that's true it's unbelievable but like yeah I, th- I think they don't, they don't take themselves seriously at all mm-hmm. and they just seem like they're having fun yeah doing which, like <laughs> they've just got they they released one of the biggest songs of all time uh-huh. and off the back of that they're just like sound we can do, <laughs> we can do what we like let's, yeah. be, let's be fair what a position yeah. to be in oh, I must be mad that's like one of the not like the first song they ever that's wrote the first song they Was ever it? wrote yeah, yeah. Well, it all went downhill and that's <laughs> yeah. not a bad thing <laughs> Uh, yeah, how would you feel about that? Like knowing that you never topped the first thing you, you did. You peaked. <laughs> you peaked at the very beginning. Yeah, but you are living off it. The thing is, like, it's not the best song they ever wrote. Commercially, commercially, it's it probably blows. It's definitely the most successful the by far. Yeah, but I think they'll have songs that they're more proud of. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, it's an artist. The thing, like, you, you're not, you're not going. Oh, the best song I ever wrote was the first one I wrote. Yeah, but it is the most successful one. But I mean, like, that song's gonna. I can't imagine a world where that song isn't played in, you know, fucking live lounge yeah. or <laughs> you know wherever else. What else would the kids dance to? You know, exactly. All these hippity hoppity. <laughs> <laughs> the beeps and boops. Uh, but are there beeps and the boops bloody bops and, and the boops and the bloody. <laughs> And the uh, okay, them, uh, them, <laughs> them Storm's eyes and the uh, oh, not to like completely tangent, but have you heard Stormzy's Vossy Bop? That's such a good song. I'm not a grime guy at all, but it's a banger. <laughs> oh mate, Stormzy's fucking, he's he's good. And he I'm not going to start trying to talk about Stormzy because I'm way not informed enough on that. Way know, not informed. I know it was bad, wasn't it? He's a boy, <laughs> but Emmett uh, Glastonbury was unreal as well. <laughs> anyway, killers. <laughs> yeah. So, um, BBC have started putting just like one song from highlights of festivals for some reason. Yeah. Months later, you can find the full set. Yeah. <laughs> the, the one of Stormzy. It might have been his last song. Uh-huh. He barely says a word. It's like a choir comes. I was like, I watch yeah. this. I'm not really a fan, but like, yeah. go on. It's a big thing. I, loads of people dressed like orange walked on stage yeah. like a choir or something yeah. he doesn't say a word it's like oh Stormzy's main highlight of his you know <laughs> yeah. headline main stage. and he's just sort of standing there topless just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's not doing anything it's funny I'm not knocking him yeah. that was the highlight like, I would like that though if, if like <laughs> the highlight of your performance the thing that most eyes are watching is you, you, you're just not doing anything you just yeah, gotta yeah. stand there <laughs> yeah, so and funny. take it all in Yeah, and you still watched it 
I still watched it. Wow. He's got only one song. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he does no, nothing. For but you still oh, watched it all. Yeah, exactly. Wow, well, the power. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, right, yes. uh, should we get on to track five? A Dustland fairy tale. Dustland fairy tale. Dustland fairy tale. Is that good? Is that Dustland fairy tale? Yorkshire. Yorkshire. Bit of Dustland fairy tale. Alright. I've got Tourette. This is one of my favourite killers. What's it called? Of all time. A Dustland fairy tale. Is it a Dustland fairy tale? A Dustland fairy tale. A Dustland fairy tale. Dustland fairy tale. Yeah, this is Dust one of land. my favourite killer songs. What, fairy Dustland fairy tale? tale? Dustland fairy tale. No way. Cutting so much of that out. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cutting. Dustland Dust fairy tale. <laughs> Dustland. Deutschland, Deutschland. Yeah. Go on then, say something about it. <laughs> it's. I don't. For me, it just like. It's such a beautiful song um, mm-hmm. it just builds throughout and just the some of the imagery of it vocal like of the lyrics just this this is the first song that I remember uh, like listening to a lot like I'd, I'd put this specific track on all the time and it, it's 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 probably like one of my first um Encou- encounters with music that like properly moved me. Mm. And, yeah, I just I just think it's like absolutely beautiful. Mm-hmm. I yeah I. So I if you say anything bad about it, John, <laughs> you're, you're ruining my childhood, <laughs> and you're ruining the reason that I do music. <laughs> no pressure. Oh, I'm, very, I'm very sorry <laughs> for what's about That's to come. Um, yeah, I think. Like especially the beginning of this song. Once it gets into like the the core, the the first chorus or the first couple of choruses, I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. I like them. I think it maybe goes around the chorus like maybe one time too many I towards the end. I think when it gets to the key change, it's a bit like, yeah. Uh, do you need to do this? But yeah, I don't know. I I think I love it. So, and a lot of this song for me will be nostalgia. Yeah. Um, because I think it is this a good song. this is. Like outside of the singles, this is probably the one I listened to the most when mm-hmm. I was younger. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, um, yeah, I think there's a few of the lyrics. I'm sure we'll get onto them in a bit that are like really like you can you can see it you know in your mind's eye. Yeah. Um, and I think I think we touched. Do we say it earlier that like he does well with like narrative? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Narrative songwriting. This to me kind of felt a little bit like. Um, when you were young in the sense that like it's kind of telling a story and like you can kind of I'm not not that it's telling the same story but you can you can picture the the people that he's talking about singing about yeah like the images that he's that he's uh, conjuring and you can it's you know it's just kind of you can see it all happening as mm-hmm. it's happening um, do you know the story of the song I haven't like looked into it so I've got it right here uh, according to Genius.com, uh, this song is a story of how Brandon Flowers' parents met, his father's triumph over alcoholism, and his mother's battle with cancer. 
Oh my god, you could write like three distinct songs about yeah. all of those things, and it's all rolled into one. Yes, loaded beautifully and poetically. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. yeah it, it is. Like, although it's mm. very much a narrative song, there's so much like symbolism and, and poetry in it mm. that it's just done so well. It's it's not telling a straightforward story, but you can get that narrative out of it. Yeah, um, through everything else that he's saying uh huh no fair play mm. <laughs> yeah heavy stuff fair play. I, I could fair play. I, I was I wasn't aware play. of like the, the story behind it no. mm-hmm. mm. I could recite all of the second verse it's like a, a lyrical highlight mm. but the particular standout line for me um you know what fuck it I'm gonna give you a couple of lines because I just <laughs> this verse is just great yeah. um the change came in the skies of revelation set his soul on fire she said she'd always knew he'd come around and the decades disappear like sinking ships but we persevere god gives us hope and then castles in the sky sit stranded vandalized I love that line that is a great line yeah yeah that is a good just all of it man that's like a pre-chorus that, and it literally just happens for like yeah. two mm. bars and then you just go straight into it but I think that's the difference like if they didn't do something like that even though that's something so small then I think the chorus would really start to seem like it's mm-hmm. like dominating the, the song yeah. which would be a shame because I think some of the best parts of that song are in like the verses uh, in the early stages um, yeah it's just it's just a really good it's like an anthemic they they play it live they played three songs off the off this album when I saw them it was Human Spaceman and this um, which I think you know this one possibly more than any of the other ones is like made for it do you know what I mean so yeah. it's um yeah they do a really good job of it and it's another one where this is one of the highlights of the album definitely yeah possibly we- the whole discography you know earlier you talked about um, everyone's favourite Sticks and Stones and then some kind of mm-hmm. iteration following it I, except for perhaps that one and also talking about wolves at the door because Ollie Sykes never shuts up about having wolves at his door that's true and that's yeah, the second wolves. time I've mentioned he that on this podcast he's yeah. quite nervous House of it's wolves. so annoying second time I've mentioned that on this podcast as well um, <laughs> but I do like lyrics that take familiar themes and concepts and ideas and then does change it slightly anyway like that is a nice writing technique mm-hmm. which is why in the chorus where he's got um cinderella in a party dress but she was looking for a nightgown really like that lyric yeah mm-hmm. a lot ah it like i i understand your point on the chorus repeating a lot mm-hmm. but i don't know it, it's still tells the story because it changes up I was going to um, say does it change the times? lyrics yeah. Uh, yeah so it it sort of do, for me it does add something each time it comes in mm-hmm. but I do also understand that it's yeah it's a bit much I think it's just I think what it might be is just that like I think it might be the last chorus the way that it goes back into it is kind of like abrupt so mm-hmm. it just goes something about when the good girls when the good girls cry or when the good girls die or yep. when the good like, girls die when the good girls die and then just goes bang straight back in yeah because I think it goes from well no it's not actually is it's it's kind of it goes from a chorus into sort of a bridge for like yeah, a it's, few it's lyrics it's a bit of a strange structure yeah. to the song as a whole yeah and I think it might just be that I was kind of expecting it to 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 move on something else. And it just kind of stops, 
and jumps back into the chorus. Yeah, it does. Which maybe it's not that it's the chorus is in loads and loads, but just the way mm-hmm. that it kind of goes back in. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> maybe it's catching me out. Pardon you, James. I know. I've got no I think the chorus does only go around three times. Yeah, I think you might be right. Um, so maybe I'm just talking out my arse. <laughs> um Let's start doing the Irish accent. <laughs> Stop talking out your arse. Um, Why does... Oh yeah! Well, <laughs> too, come many, on. too many questions. Um, You're gonna hate this. Oh, this reminds me. <laughs> oh, oh, the start of it reminds me of a pop punk ballad by Whomst. A, a specific one, or just in general? Just general. Oh, okay. Uh, just the cold days, really. And I was like, "Ooh, this could be." Stumbled round the block a thousand times. No, um, yeah, actually. That says, to, just thinking of that then, um, just the delivery of his vocals is what I would say is completely opposite to any pop punk song, just because it sounds <laughs> yeah. nice. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'll take that as a dig at me as well. Damn. So fuck you. It's good. It's not, but, uh, no, no, I get it. No, whatever it gives in, it's nothing like one But yeah. I just thought it was yeah, a funny fair. thing to mention. I don't dislike this song. I don't like it. Like, mm. I get what it's trying to do. Um, um, but there's no dis- like distinguishable part for me. It's like one just mush of niceness. Okay. Doesn't really do much. Mm. Li- yeah, lyrics are nice. Again, I don't delve into Lyric Corner mm-hmm. too much, but I mm. appreciate them. Everyone's coming from my space today. <laughs> <laughs> also, you said about two episodes ago... Uh, two episodes ago. Ep- Bloody hell. Two episodes ago that you'd stop calling things nice. You just uh, said the lyrics are nice. Yeah, yeah but it's because it's not a very good word. And I'm not really fond of the song. Ah, it's okay. Hidden insult. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah nice, though, right? Nicely wiggled out of that <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't go anywhere. But the melody's done. I'm saying a lot of the same things, mm-hmm. which you obviously, I think we all say, but when we generally don't like. The vibe, yeah, of vibe. albums, yeah, um, similar thing. Uh-huh. Um, just nice. I'd leave it on if it came on, but I wouldn't add it. Sure, I haven't got much to say about it. To be That's fair. Fair enough. Um, yeah. Anyone I'd... else got any thoughts? Any ponderances? Any remarks? <laughs> <laughs> any statements? Any musings? Any proclamations? Proclamations. Thank you. Any, any voicings? Voicings. Thank you, Dan. One from you, please. Words. <laughs> <laughs> that was not any from you, Tay. <laughs> so any thoughts, words. any feelings, any proclamations, any alright, but <laughs> cheers to we to follow a theme. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um <clears throat> No, I've I've not got much more to say about it to be fair. All I'll say is I'm very close to being all in for going to Mad Cool. And I'll <laughs> probably be very drunk by the time I hear this song and we'll probably start crying. I, I I'm gonna <clears throat> like fully be in your arms. If I'm if I'm drinking, but if Labour win, Labour, and Labor. I start drinking, Labour, Labour, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Labour win and I start drinking, then I'll probably be drunk by that point. I find that well. so funny. That's the only reason we I should... want Labour to win now. Yeah, yeah. If, if they win, I, I'm gonna start. Drinking. <gasps> you should mention, yeah. Dan is that, teetotal. That's on record. Dan is teetotal and also a raging Tory. That's why he'd start drinking. <laughs> yeah. one. It's such that's a strange purely thing. Purely a celebratory drink. <laughs> yeah, but like, what? You're not saying like. 
oh, I get, I'd go out like and get drunk. You're like, yeah. I would start drinking alcohol. For the first time in my life. I would have a WKD. <laughs> well, no, yeah, but more you... that just like he's not gonna not drink. Like it's like that's something that I would do if I hadn't ever done it. If Why are you making really this so deep? Happened. I know. <laughs> I just find it funny. Jim, relax. I just think it's a funny. <laughs> it's a funny. Uh, you know, idea. But I hey, <laughs> I'm hoping that Labour win, just because. But you know, no, no politics on the, on the podcast, the boys. No, no politics no, on the podcast. Neutral, yeah. Neutral. Yeah, yeah but unless like, unless you vote Tory, unless you vote Tory, we don't make a podcast for you. Fuck Boris Johnson. And to be honest, like, Lib Dems are getting close. Yellow Tories. To fuck off. The only yeah. thing that I've seen Joe Swinson have an actual answer for is whether she would use nuclear weapons, and she was like, yes. <laughs> She's like, yeah. And then the fucking journalist was like, nice, succinct answer. Thank you. That's great to hear. I was like, what? Like, she just said, oh, yeah, I'd vaporize millions of innocent people just by pressing a button. Yeah, oh, thank you very so much. Leave your time. Thank you. Yeah, and she's like, wow, incredible. Shut the, the fuck up, fuck up man. You got so much <laughs> Sorry, stop <laughs> Oh, good old fuck politic. The government. Fuck Boris. Oh, banger. Politic. Mm. Politics. That's a song by Coldplay. Speaking of, we were talking about them a while ago. Oh, I talk about bands we don't like. Politic. <laughs> it does actually. That's a that's the Green Party's campaign song. Imagine. Uh, anyway, I can't let this go before we move on. Sure. Will you actually drink? Yeah. <laughs> How much? I'm, I'm as succinct as Joe's. A, a pint? Yeah. <laughs> well, a nuclear Thank bomb. We're so brave. I have a pint. Yeah. Can we Wait. shake on that? Sure. <gasps> yeah, so that was that was five, I think. Five. That was track five. Just like five two, so, so this is track six. Track six. This is your life. Track six. This is your life. What about Ice JJ Fish? Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Ice JJ Fish. Oh, shit. Right. I was going to have to wait um, until the next song break because so, it's the whole thing. Oh, I know this one. Yeah. When when you first spun this album after mm-hmm. um, deciding on it a month ago, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it was the first time I'd heard it since I was about 13. Mm-hmm. And I was, I got to this song and it started and I was like, Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah. Maybe this album wasn't that good. Yeah, uh, but then his vocals come in, uh-huh. and I just love what he does with the melody on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it just completely carries the whole song for me. Yeah, and it could have been. I think if if he'd have gone with most other melodic choices for it, I'd have really not liked this track, but. I think it's great. Yeah. I I do have no idea how... I mean, I don't really have a clue how people pick out lines for um, songs anyway, like vocally, but this, I, I can't think where he got it from. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, it must be... It takes, like, a special sort of ear for it or just that that's what he does. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, if I you've can't got... Think it's it, like, to be fair... I've noticed this with a lot of killer songs and a lot of the ones on this album. Mm-hmm. Um, the music itself is quite bare bones. Yeah. So it leaves him a lot of room to sort of do whatever he wants, mm. melody wise. Yeah. 
uh, and I think it, especially this song because the verses just have the like the chanting under it and mm-hmm. a little bit does it have percussion in the verses? It's got like a marching yeah. drum yeah. beat thing yeah it does say that yeah yeah, and, but they—it's not really got anything else other than that. Yeah, so he can chuck any melody over it, really. Yeah, it's um, it's—he's just got a key to work in, mm-hmm. and then like just go. Let for him it. go. Yeah, like, see what the kid has. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Mark looked at me very funny. So <laughs> oh, I wasn't in the room. Hi. Oh yeah, I'm with you. I like the the voices. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> <laughs> on to li- no. Yeah, all the voices coming in. It's actually how we find out yeah. that John has schizophrenia. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> I like I'm trying to figure out how to make that joke. <laughs> like, oh shit! The ones at, at the start. Yes, I should have said the that. ones you tell me to I rob thought, that store. I thought you wouldn't like that as much, just because it's like that. That was what scared me because I find it really cheesy. Um, mm-hmm. and I was like. <laughs> The, the weird um, vocally bits at the beginning. Yeah. Like, oh, I, don't, I don't rate that. Oh, I, I, see, I find that interesting compared to a lot of the album. Yeah, um, it's definitely interesting. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. I was like, whoa, okay, didn't expect that. And it comes back in later, which I, I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. now that I've come like, accustomed to it, yeah. I, I very much enjoy it. Um, but I think it was... You're surprised I like it. I haven't only listened once. Yeah. Is that um, what I, mean? I, f- I find this quite interesting in that me and Jim have been listening to this album for a month. Pretty much, and you two have listened to it today. Yeah, mm. so it's it's interesting to see like what what the differences yeah. are there. Yeah, I I I have preferred this album a little bit more on second listen, which yeah. tends to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always hard, isn't it? Because like the person who picks this listen to it loves yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, it's going to be based on what you know. And yeah. but mm-hmm. um, I get what this song's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does really hit the spot for me. But yeah, it, other it, than that, it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, um, which I feel like a song like this needs to for me. That's to, fair. To enjoy. I, I, I'm personally happy with it not going anywhere just because I hmm. really like um, the melodies of it. Hmm. I think the melody, uh, the melodic choices go a few different places, but the actual the the skeleton of the song doesn't change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, um. The drums on this don't really change, but it's quite a nice little drum beat that he's doing, so that's okay. I should also mention it's not Vespucci Jr. like I thought it was. <laughs> was it Venucci? It is Venucci, yeah. So it's not Spucci. It's just Nucci. <laughs> oh, no. Ronnie Venucci Jr. Nucci! The Nooch! <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hey! Well, like by the way, forget about it. It's the Nooch. Just, just, just hurry over to Lyric yeah, Corner for me. Yeah, <laughs> Leave me and Nucci alone. <laughs> Welcome to Lyric Corner. Uh, this week on Lyric Corner, we're looking at... No one cares. Oh. <laughs> no, um, the key lyric for me in this one <laughs> is in this thing. All aboard! <laughs> I want to go to bed. <laughs> um... Key lyric for me off this one is in verse three, um, and the sky is full of dreams, but you don't know how to fly. That is a <laughs> very nice line. Um, mm. Another instance of him being really good at storytelling. Mm. Uh, any any guesses as to what the song is about? It's um, no. someone who wants to be an airplane pilot. Oh wow, you got it in one. Yes. <laughs> no, it's it's about a prostitute. Oh, yeah. This is your life. 
Candy talks to strangers. She used to go by Jackie. Dot, 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 dot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the delivery okay. of those first few lines. Sam. Yeah. Candy talks to strangers. <laughs> thinks life's in danger. It's not quite that pronounced, but it's quite... George Ezra's singing, dude. <laughs> oh, fucking hell, yeah. Sounds nothing like it. But yeah, yeah. banger. Love it. My favourite lyric. You love this. the song? Oh, this is one of my top three favourites. Whoa. Like, Fair enough. For me, it's um, Spaceman, a dust, a dust, la- a dust land fairy tale, and fairy this is tale. your life. I like the for me the top three oh, of this album. Fair enough. Yeah, I like all three of them. I think my favorite lyric from this is um, Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you want to break oh, into oh, on the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, do you, do you, I would do like do to do. Excuse me. Yeah. For some reason, I for some reason then I thought. Oh, and uh, Man Down Under with the same song. <laughs> it's just about to start going, ding, 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 ding. And then everyone would have looked at me weird. Yeah. Luckily, none of you are doing that. <laughs> Talking about getting songs confused, sorry, very quick tangent. <clears throat> song I got confused with for ages was Black Keys, mm. uh, the one we cover, what's it called? Got Lonely Boy. Lonely Boy, and Get It On. I remember seeing my dad like, oh, this is a new song back in 2K12, yeah. whenever that was Black Keys. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like this song. Get it on. It's quite new. That was like, no, that's a really old song. <laughs> I was like, ah. Oh. Now yeah. Tom Jones said to me, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Elvis said to me, he bloody different songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah. Puddle of Mud write that? <laughs> Puddle of Mud are the best band in existence. Ever. Yeah, this is a weird sort of in-joke that has, like, kind of gestated while we haven't spoken while to you. While you've been away. <laughs> we now love Puddle of Mud. Um, I don't even think why? it's honestly. I think they genuinely love them. There's nothing you need to understand. It's the, just... You just need to love of, them. What's yeah. that terrible, terrible, terrible Puddle of Mud song? She fucking hates yeah, that's me! It. It's a banger! That's such a terrible song. No, their biggest song is... Blurry. blurry yeah blurry can you take blurry. it all away yeah but I was on about Jim knew which one I was on yeah. about I knew which one you were on about do you, <laughs> know, do, you know, do you know that one yeah oh you know that one she, as well she hates me no blurry oh yeah yeah blurry all oh, right blurry blurry <laughs> not like not like guitar part in the chorus verse for that is so cool like or in the verse mm, you know verse. The, the cool bit um funny fact about Puddle of Mud though about she fucking hates me I thought that was Five Seconds of Summer song for like <laughs> two years. <laughs> what? <laughs> Please make that the audio bite for this week. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I was getting it confused with she, she's kind of hot though. <laughs> Which is like the Five opposite. Seconds of summer. She's you know fucking I, mean? Mean? I get you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's kind of hot though. Yeah. She's yeah. kind of yeah. hot. It's, it's got like a similar different. vibe as well, vibe. What if as that well? was like Jesus. the ghost writing <laughs> sessions they got together and went, so you know she fucking hates me. Let's make it Happy, yeah. Basically, what it is. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's only slightly complimentary because they're basically saying she's a fucking bitch. I oh. think, but what? she's kind of hot though. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Puddle of Mordor just saying <laughs> she's a fucking bitch. <laughs> I remember I had a compilation CD. I think it was called Teenage Dirtbag. Okay, another one. Yeah, sounds yeah. like something Puddle of Mordor would be on. And it was just full of shit songs. Yeah, and that one came on, yeah. and I was like. This is the worst song on this compilation <laughs> CD, and that's fucking saying something. It's a banger. Oh, it's so bad. It's nostalgically a banger. Why? Do you, <laughs> if that come on, interference. Like, what, what do you think, Tay? I fucking love Puddle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He knows. He knows. Famous as 
their best song. How's that? Never okay? heard. But I know it's good. When you're done with this, yeah. it's a it Must good. be good because it's Puddle of Mud. Exactly. Like this, this, podcast, yeah, knows. this podcast has not seen yeah, the end of Puddle of Mud. Oh I'll tell you that God. before. <laughs> Can't wait for the recommendations. Puddle of Mud! Puddle of Mud! <laughs> it was when the other night it was all John, John said, Muddle of Pud. <laughs> <laughs> That's about as good as the jokes are going to get. For <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Let's quickly escape into the next song. Yeah, <laughs> I can't stay. Okay, track seven. Can't stay. Favorite song? Yeah, really. You know what? Like, I get it. I don't agree, but I get it. Um, I think it's a really nice song. It is nice. But, but not in the bad sense of the word. Yeah. Which I um, that surprises me though. Yeah. I think it's the vocals that do it. Like, there's a lot of vocal parts at the end that sound really nice together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's the bizarre thing. Because, yeah. like, I actually quite like his voice in parts. Mm-hmm. This it's it's more like <clears throat> I don't know. I I know soft. he's like laid back for the rest of the album as well but it's it's really chilled out style of the vocals on this one yeah again I can't I think like it just seems more familiar but at the same time there's still some interesting chord progression yeah. Well, no. Sorry. Oh, were you doing a silly? I you? was doing a silly to Mark, and he looked at me like, please stop. <laughs> I'm a professional. <laughs> yeah, but even professionals have their limit. <laughs> yeah, it feels more fam- familiar. And the harmonies are really nice, because, like I said, in other songs, I feel like. It's so nice. What was that then? Oh. Harmonies? I sort of hiccuped. <laughs> I actually. thought you getting really choked up by it. I used to. Sorry, I'm going to let you make this point now. I'm going to show you, Jim. Oh, drums, drums, drums. Drums <laughs> um, in this one, all right? Go ahead. Oh, oh, one too far. Bit too much. Not fun anymore, is it? <laughs> it's a lovely song. No, it's a nice song. Um, yeah, before the melodies go, harmonies are nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the chords are interesting. Um, it's sort of conventional, more conventional. Yeah. But at the same time, it does... Um, it surprisingly goes somewhere with a cold or something. I'm like, whoa, didn't expect that. But it, for me, it really works. Everything the song says how to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. random that it's this one. I know, mm. but um, the trumpet coming in was nice. I was just like, why haven't more songs been like this for me? <laughs> yeah. Like, I I really liked it. it. The only one I'd contemplate adding to my library. Yeah, yeah. Sure I really would not have expected that, but like, it is a very pleasant song. It's got a lot of things that I think are kind of what I think appeal to your pop sensibilities maybe but Mm. for me this one I would be totally fine with it not being on the album I think for me it just like I think it's just not enough I don't know I don't really know what it is I just think it just doesn't feel like a killer song because it's so vastly different to like everything else i know I, I mentioned that it's got kind of similar percussion in to uh the to joyride mm-hmm. it feels like maybe something they might have done on the solo project and then i'd be like okay whatever but for me i think this was one where joyride is like 
disco, like virtually disco. And I was like, well, that's a bit of a departure. But this one to me feels a little too far out from what I know them for. And from like everything else that I've heard, I don't think they've got another song that's like this. No, probably not, to be fair. Um, um, which, you know, is what it is. For me, maybe <clears throat> if this was like a bonus track, I wouldn't bat an eye. Mm. I'd be like, oh, that's like, that is a bonus track. I agree. But I think because it's on the album, it's kind of surprises me a bit more that it is the way that it is. Yeah, I don't know. I I, <clears throat> I really enjoy it. I think it's mm. just a really pleasant song to yeah. chill out to. And, yeah, it is, definitely. Um <laughs> Maybe not place it where it is, but mm. at the same time, like, I don't know where else it'd go. Um, I wouldn't want it as a bonus track, personally. No. Um, I, th- I think it works for, for where it is. I think it changes it up quite nicely. Mm. Uh, again, like it, this one for me is a, like massively about the melodies in it. Yeah. Uh, he- his voice is just so nice, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I um, think... One thing that I've sort of realised when I was listening through this is when I was aware of the killers sort of early on, I, I used to think like, like it seemed to me like everyone was just obsessed with Brandon Flowers mm-hmm. and the rest of the band was the rest of the band. And I think to some extent it still is that way. I'd say probably to, Hi there. to a large extent. Hey? Hi there. Like this guy. Um, you know, he's the, obviously he's the front man and he's a fantastic front man. So that makes sense. But I think it's also uh, in the sense that he's really good at what he does. Yeah. Like, without him, I don't think there's maybe many other singers or many other lyricists who would pick out that kind of stuff to make mm. it so interesting. It's like he's the perfect fit for what the rest of the band does. Um, even as they've sort of evolved, because, you know, early on, they're kind of just like indie rock, really. Like, maybe, yeah. you know, at least the majority of Hot Force and things mm. like that. And he did that kind of frenetic indie rock frontman thing well and then as they've sort of eased into like this period and now onto the new album where it's just like kind of it's really grandiose he he yeah. sort of evolves but it's still very very Brandon Flowers like the whole time which I think is you know commendable mm. I fully agree he always does what he needs to do at a given time you know what I mean yeah he fills his roles really well mm-hmm, definitely mm. does he fill his sandwich as well so lyric corner <laughs> <laughs> I could not does he fill his sandwich as well <laughs> That's the question uh, if any uh, if any friends of the podcast uh, have to be good friends with Brandon Flowers please send us an email does Brandon Flowers fill his sandwiches well a lot of a lot of salad on the sandwich tuna or? predict tuna you can't be <laughs> no man you can't be writing songs like this and eating tuna in your sandwiches yeah. like <laughs> the amount of because well, tuna is more superior no that's the issue like if you eat tuna you are like capping your creative levels everyone knows this you know because tuna is just tuna kills brain bland as fuck shit Mark hates tuna that's gonna peak so hard I'm sorry I forgot to say I think I might have peaked mine on the first song when he was gonna do the that's a song and then he didn't do the that's a song and I went Shut up! <laughs> like, right into the mic. If you ruined my moment, I swear to God. Oh, I think I ruined this microphone. <laughs> but also your moment. But your moment didn't cost 60 quid. Uh, bold of you to assume. You don't know how much I invoice Dan for these episodes. <laughs> you got a contract. Every witty line that he comes up with is 500 quid. You know, he wouldn't take wow. it, but actually, if he doubles his money, 
I hold his hand for the entire episode. Whoa. But he won't take it. Come on, man, I got bills. Not, not my phone. <laughs> <laughs> John, what did someone pay us? If someone paid me 50 quid every time to hold like a hand in a circle the whole time of this, I'd absolutely do it. <laughs> 50 quid? Wait, wait, just hold an hand. Come on, now. Charge by the fucking hour. Yeah, come on. Come on, now, these hands, it. right? Whatever they mean. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> For $9.99.99.99. Anyway, limit corner. Yeah. Limit corner. Limit corner. Yeah, limit what you're saying. Limerick no, corner. no. Limerick. No, no. <laughs> I, want, I want to get back. Limit corner. Um, wow. I will say. <laughs> Dr. Wowie. <laughs> Not quite, but close enough. Oh. I will say from here on out, um, I haven't got too much to say only because. The album peaked at Dustland and This Is Your Life For Me. Those are the two of my favourites. Um, this is a what can only be assumed. This is a pretty heavy song. Um, mm-hmm. By the looks of it, Dan, any... any it, reading it, it reads as if he had a one-night stand one time, fucked off, turns out she was pregnant. Ooh. He didn't come back for it. Whoops. Now he's gone back to help raise the kid. Um by all, by the looks of it, or at least he's he's battling the decision to go back. Or oh no, by verse three it looks like he's gone back. So that <laughs> looks verse like three, fucking hate this child, <laughs> crying all the time. <laughs> well, actually, verse three is uh, there is a majesty at my doorstep. There is a little boy in her arms. Now we'll parade around without game plans, obligation, or alarm. Some pretty oh, lyricism. Is it is it labeling that as verse three? Yeah. <clears throat> Cause that that sound that's the bridge. Genius.com says it's verse three, Dan. Right. That, that was a really I, weird I, way of saying that. I, just, I, I wanted to say it more, more aggressively, but I didn't have it in me. I haven't got it in me to be like. Was. I don't know what that was. I just <laughs> said it, and I was halfway through it, and I was like, I should not say it like this. But I'm gonna finish it anyway. It's fucking verse three, Daniel. Yeah, one of the other tracks um, you said verse three, four, and that had a similar thing. I think. Um, fight, fight, yeah. fight, fight. I don't know why <laughs> who would win genius.com versus Daniel Roberts <laughs> fight of the year I said that weirdly fight of the year. why are we saying things weirdly why is this a thing that... why are you being anyway. so conscious about saying things weirdly that's 90% of what we do on this podcast is say shit weird that's and then very true <laughs> <All right. laughs> is, there, is there anything else to say um, I, to be fair right not technically like, picking out a full lyric but exoneration is a word I don't see in, in songs very often. Mm, nice. Right. What does yeah. that mean? Uh, to exonerate uh, the action of officially absolving someone from blame. What does exonerate mean? Yeah, to be fair, you said <laughs> exonerate, and then he asked, what do you mean? And then you used <laughs> exonerate in the sentence. Well, no, like to absolve of blame. That was what the definition I gave. No, yeah, to be no. fair, he said the, the word and then gave the definition, but yeah. the definition has more complicated words than exonerate. <laughs> oh, right. It sounded like you said... Exonerate. To, to exonerate. The action of officially absolving someone from blame. Okay. So oh, I thought the, you were saying what line it was in in the song yeah. or something. <laughs> I was like, no. It's, um, <laughs> right, okay. Odd. All right. The lyric is, exoneration lost his eraser. Exonerate. The action of officially absolving someone from blame. What's okay. absolve me? I swear to God. <laughs> Did I make that clearer, please? For okay. our listeners at um, home. Should we move on to track eight then? I reckon so. Yeah. Go on. Eight neon
sets. Start this one, John. Worst song for me. Yeah. You know, like a pendulum mm. swings. It's like the pendulum swung in a good way, very much. In the last song, yeah, it swung equally. <laughs> the way it swung. Yeah, it's. Um, I think it's the worst song on the album. Um, it's why I was so hesitant to say "Human" was earlier because mm. I think this one tops that. <laughs> That's fair. I th- again, f- for me, it's forgettable. The drums are really boring. Mm-hmm. There's nothing exciting. Listening to it, nothing. Um, more over the past month is, is, I do enjoy it more now. Hmm. But I think that's just because I know it more. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. I, I didn't remember this song being on the album. To be honest, <laughs> I remembered pretty much all the other tracks. I didn't remember this one. Yeah, it's just, it's just dull. Yeah, um, like it's it's like the the general. How I feel generally about the album, mm-hmm. but more so, yeah. really, in a nutshell, this That's song. Fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't got too much to say. You know how um, I said about verse three, and you said, no, that's the bridge? Yeah. Um, not to completely spoil the illusion for listeners at home, but I keep my laptop in front of me with Genius.com open. I read the lyrics just to refresh myself. According to Genius.com, the um, structure for the song is verse one, verse two, verse three, verse four, verse five, verse six, outro. <laughs> <clears throat> There's definitely a chorus. Oh yeah, like why that's verse it? two, that's verse four, and that's verse six. That's why, the chorus. Why is that structured like that? I don't know. That's bizarre. I hate that. Genius, more like not very smart. Yeah. Dot com. <laughs> Use a different. You to find something better than yeah. Genius. What do you mean shit. better? That was incredible. <laughs> um, I think this is a really good chorus. Um, I think. The Rod Neon Tiger, blah 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 blah, up until the yeah, um, yeah. I I think it's quite good. I'm I like a chorus if it. What I like in this chorus is that it kind of navigates through a few different phases, mm-hmm. which I'm just a fan of. Like anyone, if you, if you write a chorus and have it not just be something repeated, which is what um. Queens of Stone Age were really guilty of doing yeah. on Songs for the Deaf. Um, I, you know, I think that's commendable. I think it's quite a good sing-along one, especially the away, away, away bit. Um, is that what it says? Away, away, away? Or does it say something else? Away, away. <laughs> <laughs> away, away, or run. Yeah, that bit. Um, yeah, I, I do get it, though. It's... Yeah, plodding. It's very tedious. I asked yeah. you while it was playing how long it is, and you said three minutes. I it's, didn't. It's I didn't believe much you. Three minutes on the dot, like uh, yeah. So it feels. It feels yeah. like five yeah. easily. Yeah. Um, and I think that's the issue. And I don't think it really, like, the only real reason for. I think if you're doing a slow song, it's either got to be sad, got to be really profound, or got to fit lots into each bar mm-hmm. and this is none of them things it just goes and it is quite like optimistic so it just doesn't really hit anything yeah I, I think it's quite poorly placed in the album as well yeah to have this right to this is this number nine no this is number eight number eight um, okay but it, it's more the fact that it comes after two 
quite slow songs already. Yeah. Um, this is your life, and I can't stay. Mm-hmm. Are both not particularly fast-paced songs, and I don't think the next one is either. It's a bit more fast-paced, but not massively. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. Mm. Oh, it's a bit dancey though, isn't it? Yeah, it's got like a force of the floor type thing in it. Yeah, but um, so that I, probably I could know, this this one just drones on a bit more. Yeah, um, and this is like. <clears throat> sorry, go on. Oh no, I, I cut you off. It, it just doesn't have the melody to back it up either. I don't, I don't find which oh. a lot of the other ones do. Um, this is just not really doing anything. Hmm. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, no, it doesn't do a lot. Um, I think it's. Like I say, the chorus I'm, I'm happy with, but the rest is pretty forgettable. Mm. <laughs> Reminds me of like the person right over the back of a marathon. <laughs> Just like really the struggling. last one at the back, yeah. really struggling. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the people in front, they're not, they're not last. Yeah. They're doing okay, bit of all. They might be good at short bursts. Or like, just mm. <laughs> but there's the ones at the very back, they're just... Not good at anything. <laughs> <Not good>. Jesus. <laughs> they're still running a marathon, Johnny. We should give them some credit for that. True. I will never go near one. Should we just do a marathon? Yeah, go on then. Now, right, right on. on. 26 miles? Let's go. Get uh, um, have we got... Is there anything lyrically in this? It's one line. Um, if you'll allow me to yawn real quick. <laughs> Riveting content. Honestly, <laughs> nah. I'm just bloody knackered. Um... So this song, Neon Tiger, is about a tiger. I call it the brand of flowers. There's like no symbolism. It is just, it's about a tiger. Uh, specifically, um, performing tigers in Las Vegas, which is where Brandon Flowers is from, or mm-hmm. the killers. Anyway, uh, lyric I really like in this is supposedly in verse four, but it's in one of the choruses. Um, You're far too pure and bold to suffer the strain of the hand in its hold. Hmm. Like poetry. How provoking. He yes. gets held by a, I said gym trainer, as in like Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> we got Pokemon on the brain. You I said Pokemon about the one, about the last song. Like how you get hold Pokemon like a Pokemon. Sword Shield came out last week. I, like, a, like, no, I meant cool. like a tiger trainer, <laughs> I said gym trainer instead, and then immediately thought Pokemon. What? Yeah, I don't know either. I'm quite tired. That's so a, the, uh, let's move past this. Fucking song, get right? off this goddamn song. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. We fell down a neon tiger Pokemon rabbit hole. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. sure. Track nine. That's a fine. The world we live. So that's track nine. Where the world we live. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really enjoy this one. I get it if you don't, because <laughs> it's. I think it is quite a boring song, but. Again, it's the melodies for me. Like I, his vocals really carry this one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just really enjoy it. Yeah, I don't mind this one. I think I I'm a sucker for something that's got like a nice groove, something yeah. that you can two step to. You could definitely two step to this one, um, especially in like the verses. Mm. Um, I I don't think it's the most interesting song I've ever heard. Oh no. Um, it's pretty good. I I wouldn't say for me personally. I wouldn't say this is that much more interesting than Neon Tiger, um, which I know you probably will disagree with. Um, just like for me, it just doesn't change 
too much. I think he just does more vocally in this one. Yeah, that's probably fair to the say. The vocals change up quite a lot in this track. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it might honestly just be the drums that are just like the, the drums up on. are the same boring as rock the whole yeah. song but I, I find it funny how you pointed out in this one and not as much in others because I feel like that's the case with a lot of the songs yeah, this um, more so yeah but um. yeah I think it's just that with the other ones he he puts character into them like I said on the I think the first song that I said mm. that he, yeah. he puts character into something he, yeah, that is he's otherwise not doing anything yeah okay. like yeah, there's 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 some fill that he does fills going into and coming out of sections mm. like fills going into choruses fills coming into coming like going into the finale chorus um where you'd be like oh that's that's nucci that's my mate the nooch right there but like aside from that it could be a drum machine and it wouldn't yeah. really make a difference he yeah he's so like straight on mm-hmm. the beat yeah for the whole song mm-hmm um, it doesn't even sound like he's chucking in like fucking a, like just two hits of the kick. It's just yeah. literally bass mm-hmm. snare, bass yeah. snare for the whole thing. Yeah, it it sounds like he could have literally played one bar of it and they just copy pasted it for like. It's the first minutes. beat everyone learns on drums. It is, yeah. Like that's one of the few drum beats I can play. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You could be the killer's drummer for this song. Yeah. There you go. I'll do what Brendan Flowers does and just take the. Oh take yeah, the we should talk about that song. by the way, really quickly. So I think we have... talked about it last time. Oh, did we? I think so. Oh yeah, we did actually. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah, go ahead. Um. Yeah, I. Whereas some songs in here like actively, wouldn't listen to. Mm-hmm. It's like this one, like leave on. Yeah, but again, it doesn't yeah, really do yeah, anything. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. after Neon Tiger, it's my. It's I think nice. Neon Tiger helps this song. <laughs> yes. Mm. It's it, actually one of the only songs I remember. The well we know. Yeah. To be yeah. fair. Mm-hmm. I'd, it's probably it is up there. Like one of the more catchy. One of my favourite. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, um, yeah. On this song, I realise how much I don't like the production in this That's album fair. for some reason. It really stood out mm-hmm. as being quite dull for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, pleasant enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Harmless. That's fair enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if the mic picked that up I hope so class. Yeah. in case the mic didn't pick it up the room fell silent everybody looked at me and my stomach made a weird noise Went. yeah that's it mm-hmm. um, so that I don't like this song it's not that I like this song it's very inoffensive it just kind of floats by mm-hmm. I do like the lyric um, a storm wastes its water on me but my life was free I do like that lyric. Um, but otherwise, n- nothing really to grab onto in this one, is there? Yeah. Nothing that really stands out. That's fair. Um, I feel like maybe this could have been a B-side. Yeah. I, maybe, maybe they just chucked it on there because it has the title of the album. And they're like, well, we need that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, does it have Day and Age in it somewhere? Yeah. Um, oh. Well, yeah, that's, that's the end rumor that <laughs> this day and age. Oh, Okay, I'm with you. But I You're would smart with me, Johnny Cole. Get back to um, Marianas Trench. Uh, their first album, Fix Me. Mm-hmm. The song Fix Me was relegated to B side, but the album was still called Fix Me. Mm. I hate that. I hate you. <laughs> 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 I 
In yeah, fairness, I hate Mariana's trench. So I say I say this well away that I just got a Mariana's trench tattoo today. <laughs> yeah, it's strong to say I hate the tattoo you just got. Yeah, I, I didn't say that. I said I hate. Yeah, the you band did. I heard, the, he, I, I heard him explicitly say that is not a nice tattoo. Yeah. I heard him say that. Kind of harsh. The mic would have picked it up as well. Like. Kind of harsh. Check the tapes. <laughs> we got receipts, boy. <laughs> um, but Fix Me isn't even that good a song, so I get why it was a B-side, don't worry. Honestly. Yeah, Chris Martin's written way better songs than that. <laughs> All right. All right, now you're starting something. <laughs> did, be did starting you know, something. He should be para, para, parrot. Because it's repetitive. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> 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 I like how you hadn't even finished telling that joke and you were trying to explain it. <laughs> I knew it's it. like, um, cause repetitive, like, para. <laughs> I'm not even, like, you know in a grave yet, but I just rolled in mine. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Like, sometimes I don't care <laughs> no, no, no. If, it react, if there's a bad reaction. I'll be happy with myself. Halfway through that, I wasn't happy with it. <laughs> so... The tone changed accordingly. <laughs> Do you want to just pop over to Goodnight Travel Well? <laughs> sure. It seems like a great way to move out of here. Alright, <laughs> track 10, Goodnight Travel Well. Alright, track 10, Goodnight Travel Well. Thinking about Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about Fergie. Quick, quick joke. Um, no, parrots. I, I forgot. No. <laughs> I'm gonna pause this and we'll come back in. <laughs> so thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> um, I've forgotten the build-up. I know the answer. Right, let's not do it then. Sit down. What are the Black Eyed Peas and Man United have in common? They were both shit when Fergie left. Fergie was the money hey! manager. I I know Fergie is. <laughs> <laughs> you like football, so I, who I, the fuck I would doesn't I, know who he is? How dare I assume? <laughs> yeah. Cool joke, though. Anyway, carry on. Right. Um, Last joke, actually. Class. I will say though, Black Eyed Peas' uh, album without Fergie is decent. Is it? I which, really which one is that? They released it like last year or the year before. Oh. Yeah. What the it's, fuck? It's de- the stuff they had pre-Fergie was good as well. Whoa. So I don't even know that exists. Maybe, food, maybe yeah. there's... Yeah, they were just black IPs at that point, not the black IPs. Oh. Black IPs? <laughs> That's yeah. Black yeah. IPs. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably restart this section. <laughs> no, nah, I'm leaving it. So uh, this is uh, the closer yeah. for this album. And what a closer. Yeah. I this, this song is, is so 2008, and the rest of the album is just don't. so 2008. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it was released in 2008. <laughs> 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 oh. Right, the parrot joke was funnier than that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> <I did>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, you're right. But how dare you? Yeah, I I love songs like this. That are just sort of big, grandiose build-ups yeah. for the whole thing, and this does it really well. Mm-hmm. It just like has that released on it where yeah. It does just build up and build up and build up, and then like. <laughs> so, do you reckon the mic's gonna pick that up? No, it's not gonna pick it up. Okay. So you can keep you can keep button mashing Taylor. I'll plow ahead, even though I can't think right now. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Yeah, this is good. Good song. Yeah, extensive research. Oh God, I really had a point, and I don't know what it was. So I started focusing on Taylor playing Star Wars. <laughs> 
Nice. Well, well done. done. Proud of you. Is that a big albino spider? Who's a good boy? <laughs> Who's a good boy, Taylor? Is you killed the boss? Well done. Uh, I turned into a chav towards the end of that. <laughs> killed the boss. <laughs> <laughs> Who's a good boy, Taylor? You killed the boss. Then you're bad. Good night. Go on, you. Right. Quickly get this out. Uh-huh. I, hate, I really don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That was really quick one to get out. Yeah. Yeah. Good effort. Um, is this is where his voice annoys me the most mm-hmm. okay. and probably because it's the last song it didn't help but it was a struggle for me to get through it I I appreciate its grandness and I, yeah. I quite like the music actually when I try and zone out of the vocals um, cool ending to the album mm-hmm. yes good good ending I like what they tried to go for vocals where he goes and also it genuinely sounds a bit off to me sometimes Mm. Again, where that's on purpose, where he's gone for, you know, kind of rougher mm-hmm. uh, style on purpose. I don't know, yeah. but uh, yes, this and Neon Tiger, my least favorite so far. So a tiny bit cut, it ended like this mm. for me. That's fair. Anyway, fair um, but, uh, I find it difficult to uh, argue against that because I just really like the vocals in it. Um, mm. Not for any particular reason. Mm. I just think that they're, they're really nice and they like fit the song. Um, I don't think they're meant. I, th- the thing is, they're so like not the forefront of the song. That I don't think it bothers me. I didn't notice them being out to be honest. I'm mm. listening to like like listening to it as a whole rather than focusing on the vocals. I just don't really pick up on them having any issue in yeah I um, I get that I give you so me. No, I just I just enjoy it as like a big sort of I'm I'm a big fan of me soundscapey tracks mm-hmm. and this is probably the closest I've heard the killers get to it so mm. yeah I think th- they fucking hell it's gone again at another point <laughs> it's completely gone forgetful James are going to call you from now on yeah well if we want to talk about drums I think the drums on this do a really good job of like helping to build yeah the atmosphere and like when he gets to the end and he's just like properly cutting loose I think it's it's really I think he, he maybe it's because the previous like five songs he's done fuck all <laughs> so the fact that he's really kind of giving it the beans is is like cathartic almost because I know yeah. he's got it yeah, like I yeah. know he can do it <laughs> but he just doesn't do it for, like he does it on the first three songs and then doesn't do it until the last song yeah. but he really like shows off like a lot of his how how well he articulates the, the, the patterns that he's doing he's like incorporating his hi-hat not just as like a timekeeping thing he's like using it to like accent whoops accent different um, toms that he's hitting shit like that all you know, lovely shit that I like to see and like to hear. Um, I like, for me, I get what you mean about the vocals, though, Johnny, because I think, especially like at the end, I think that's the bit where he really just starts, just like it's like he's almost like, like wailing, isn't he, mm. in a way. Um, but for me, I think the the music in that section and throughout the whole song is good enough that I can just like sort of abide by it. Mm. Um, so yeah, I, I like this as an ender, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, like if this comes on, I, I will let it play and I'll actually like stop and like pay yeah. attention to it. So, but okay. different strokes, different folks in there. <laughs> so you said it to me the other night, I'm sure you did, and I found it weird when you said it then. 
It is a weird science. Yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> the, the seconds go by. Yeah. It's weirder. Where'd you get that from? I don't want to know. No, I don't just, want to know. It's just a saying, isn't it? You've heard that saying, haven't you? Yeah, I've heard it. Have you? Yeah, different strokes. Is it a northern thing? Different Maybe. strokes for different forks. <laughs> it should be a northern thing because it sounds great with the northern accent. <laughs> Bit long for me. The song. That's what they all say. No, my attention song. to detail. Yeah, oh. my, my song. <laughs> yeah, it's song. Uh, Come to Apple Music, it comes in at 6.52. I'm wow. Not, well, I'm going to say it now. I'm not too keen on long songs. Dot, dot, dot. The song recommendation that I have is a long song. So Hypocrisy. Hypocrisy. <laughs> you say you're not keen on long songs, but other than this album, like all the albums we've done that have like one specific long song on, you've gone... I'm not usually a fan of long songs, <laughs> yeah. but... <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to say I'm not usually a fan of long songs. I don't really rate this one that much. I do really like uh, one of the verses, which reads, The unknown distance to the great beyond stares back at my grieving frame to cast my shadow by the holy sun. My spirit moans with a sacred pain. <sighs> Pretentious, poetic, religious undertones. Ticks all my boxes. Yeah. No, it's, that's that's good stuff. To be fair, he does he does more good lyric writing than I think I give him credit for. Yeah. Mm. I thought he was just kind of like I don't know what I thought he was, but he's he really falling asleep, calling a cab, having a smoke, yeah. and she's a crab. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, the um, I think the lyric writing on Hot Fuss is nowhere no, near as good as some of the later uh, albums. Mm-hmm. This one has loads of really good lyricism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really enjoy the song. I completely understand why you wouldn't know as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, isn't that is democracy, everyone? Sums up the album. I think so. Bloody tracks of fucking banging tunes. Fuck you both. Fuck you. I say I'm, I'm fully it. on your side. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Um, and so the podcast ends how it started. <laughs> one day, I won't Son, be on my own be with opinions. <laughs> I swear, this I'm not doing this on purpose. <laughs> I, I, okay. I just know you're going to pick opposites for your next off. <laughs> just, you know, just have a bit of a just have a week off. Genuinely, yeah. earlier in the podcast, I thought, oh, you know what? I'm gonna just pick one that I know we all like because <laughs> we will all gush over that. Yeah. I'll have a good time. Yeah, I won't feel pressure. No one will feel it. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's be fair. I was way more respectful. No, you two are respectful, Chuck. You. Oh, oh. I, I am disappointed. I'm disappointed that you didn't go ham because you didn't seem to like this album. It's like, give it the Chuck treatment. No, but Dan clearly hated it, but was respectful. We're going so to have to like... Yeah. And you, don't want you, th- on your you, you don't want three respectful people. You want two of them are being respectful. So cool. I'll go for the jugular. <laughs> we should uh, use that as like an idiom. Like if someone just gets absolutely... Chuck. Panned. You just say, oh, fuck, they got chucked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> My album choice to a meme. <laughs> yeah, pretty oh, much. Oh, it was oh. already a meme when they had a song called Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there is that. So, Tom Fletcher. Oh. Didn't like it, but sort of glad I listened to it. Because I've never listened to the Killers yeah, properly. Fair. Mm-hmm. To give them a I, proper I'd chance. say, like, in fairness, this is probably not the Killers record to come in on. Hmm. Uh, hmm. I have a lot of love for it because, it, like, it was very much a song, an album for my youth. But um, 
yeah, I think they have other records that you'd probably get into a little bit yeah. more. I'd, I'd probably say go for Sam's Town. Which one? That's the second one. It's got Read My Mind on it. Um, that's such a good song. That's a really for good reasons song. unknown. For reasons unknown. That's also got when you were young on. Is that yes, yeah. that's got when you were young on it. It's. I'm intrigued to listen to more of them mm-hmm. after this. Definitely. That's fair. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, do you have a top three? Top three. Oof. I, I completely forgot that we were doing top three. Uh, mm. Mm. I think I'd probably go for. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, at three. I can't stay. And uh, really, mm. there it is. I'm the odd one. I'm really not liking that song. That's fair. Um, that was the one you liked. That I was your can't oh, right. stay. Good choice. Um, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll have to go with Spaceman for two because that's just <sighs> a banging tune. Well, that's, that's the obvious for number one. Uh, yeah, the Dustland Fairy Tale. Yeah, oh, even Jim okay. could. Did you see that I highlighted it? Because I called it beforehand. Yeah, you knew it. You saw it coming. Saw yeah, it I coming. forgot about that one. Yeah. yeah, that's fair enough. I thought Space Man was the one, but that's understandable as well. Yeah, Dustland Fairy Tale is just like I don't know. When it's it, it's such a strong nostalgic song for me that I don't think I could really go for anything else. Yeah, that's uh, fair. It's probably one of the reasons that I got into music in mm-hmm. general. So it's got a special so place, on it. Aye. Oh. Alright, so shall we Jim do with this uh, Welsh Indian accent? Should <laughs> <laughs> place on it. Should we do new releases then? I reckon so. Well, not yes. new releases, just recommendations. You think I listen to new music? I have three bands that I play on rotation <laughs> all the time. Forever. George? <laughs> oh, close okay. our He doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I have an album that I would like to suggest and recommend. Okay. Uh, it came out this year. If I remember rightly, it came out the start of October, actually. Mm. It's by a band called We Lost the Sea. Uh, they're mm. an Australian melodic band. So for the lyricist in the lyric corner, there's no lyrics. <laughs> um, also, I said I don't like long songs. Mm. Track one, 15 minutes. Oh my God, <laughs> Triumph and Disaster by We Lost the Sea is... I don't know how to describe it because it doesn't have any lyrics, but it's just emotionally a trip. Yeah. Uh, it's feels weird. It felt weird reading the explanation in the article uh, pertaining to it, and it feels weird saying it out loud that the instrumental album that features no words tells the story <laughs> somehow of the end of the world. Um, but the you atmosphere know, you know, music can tell stories without lyricism as a, as a lyricist I disagree uh, <laughs> you're wrong um, but no keep job security going. <laughs> exactly <laughs> plausible deniability and job security <laughs> so I don't like long songs but at 15 minutes 7 minutes 12 minutes 14 minutes uh, you do like long songs <laughs> I, I, I get into it you like these long songs I like these long songs yeah uh, so yeah Triumph and Disaster we lost the sea fair mm, very good um, I I <laughs> So, having not done the podcast for a month, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably the most um, I've like gotten into quite a few different things within such a short amount of time. Please tell me there's metalcore coming. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but like there's there's loads of new, not new releases, but like stuff I haven't listened to before that I've been listening to over the past month so it's going to be a bit of a difficult one just rattle them all off oh, I can't but I'll, I'll 
I'll chuck a few out. Yeah, get um, some recommendations. False Advertising released an album this about two weeks ago mm-hmm. um, called Brain Freeze. And that's really good. Just I don't even know what to call it. Brain Freeze. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, it's uh, it kind of has different varying like gears to yeah, it. Yeah, I guess it's just alt rock in it. Like, yeah, but that does it. Rock. Feels like that does it a disservice. Yeah, but that is what it is. Um, it's just that and more. Yeah, I've also been listening to DZ Death Rays, um, Positive Rising Part One, mm. which they released this year. That's sort of like desert you rock sort of stuff um, yeah it's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, Jaws released a new song which may be one of my favourite songs of the year <laughs> um, anyway now's not the time which is fucking banging yeah that is a good tune uh, yeah there's, there's more <laughs> um, Watsky released a single Advanced Placement which I know you're not the massive fan of I've, I've warmed to it I yeah. have warmed to it I think it's class. I yeah. think it's one of his best songs. Um, having listened to it quite a few times now, just like some of the the flows in it, and like the sec- and, um, when it like properly comes in, mm. even the start, which is really stupid, um, <laughs> is great. Like I, I love it. Uh, yeah, fucking, that's too much shit. Um, <laughs> Save something next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, man. Um, I'll just go with one more. Um, Bad Sounds released two, two new singles oh, did they? Uh, this month. Um, Sympathetic Vibrations, which is probably my favourite of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Breathe. Have I heard either of them? I think you've heard Sympathetic Vibrations. They're both self, self-produced. self Oh, um, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, They're releasing a fully self-produced um, six-track EP nice. in like a few weeks. Oh, sick. It's a really quick... Cycle yeah, for the EP, it's pretty good going to be yeah. fair. Singles out, EP out. Yeah, I wonder if they'll tour. I think they've yeah. announced a tour. Okay, I think they're playing the Fleece in Bristol, so I might try and get to that. Yeah, not a bad shout. Um, any more? Is that oh, it? No, that was it. That'll do for now. Yeah, <laughs> eager to get some more. Give some music for the rest of us. Um, <laughs> I was gonna name one band. Um, Sort of, I've heard about for a while, but I came across a few days ago. Bank, I told you about them a couple mm. of times last few days. A band called Sleep Token. Oh, I fucking love it. Incredibly Sleep interesting band. I yeah. sort of looked into them a bit a few days ago as well. They're kind of, how do you explain? They're like a, they're sort of like a, a spacey pop, like almost psych, mm-hmm. about 70%, and then about 30%, like double drop F. Guitars <laughs> and they just go mad and heavy, but it somehow works, yeah, and it's really effective and it is humongous. Mm-hmm. And it's not something I would have guessed I would have liked because yeah. it's not conventional. Like, I always talk about what the mm-hmm. type of music I'm drawn to normally, but especially with I've shown you some earlier, Jim, especially yeah. with some of where the singer goes and what he does, isn't normally what I've been drawn to, but it's so impactful. It's just huge. They're, they're an interesting band because they are anonymous. Right, <laughs> and I'll, I'll just say this: I'm going to leave any listener to look into it if they want. Oh, you, you guys, mm. they, uh, they basically, oh, well, there, there's um, there's a god called Sleep, isn't there? You know, yeah. Mark, there's a god called Sleep, which they through their songs they try and project his message. Mm. It's very mysterious, the whole thing, and I really like it. I yeah, it's just a very airy fairy. <laughs> 
vibe vibe about right. their music and their whole existence. Yeah. It's just like, what are you? I find it really cool. Yeah. Yes. Fair dues. Yeah, really like it. Worth looking into. Kind of sounds like you're being drawn into a cult, I'm being honest, <laughs> which I'm concerned about. <laughs> well, nothing but else seems to be gripping me, boys. <laughs> big tunes, in it? If it's, I mean, you know. if there's a god called Sleep, then I'm I'm well done. <laughs> On board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I'll say, uh, speaking of anonymous bands, uh-huh. um, Tism are a band that released a song a long time ago called Greg's Stop Sign. Yep. Right. <laughs> Uh-huh. I feel that you know I should probably play that. <laughs> <laughs> you just gonna have to like just get a reaction shot of the. <laughs> Do you reckon Tism would copyright strikers if we played their music? Their Tism would not song? give a shit. Yeah, Tism. Greg stop sign. Greg the stop sign. Oh, <laughs> he's always <laughs> like no. <laughs> I prefer this to the killers. <laughs> you missed the stop sign. Forget Stu, dog, dog. Forget old ice tea. Just the direction we travel. <laughs> Greg, you missed the stop sign. Greg, the stop sign. Greg, the stop sign. Greg, the stop sign. Greg, the stop sign. It's not like 90s synth going on. Do you know what that is? That is the 80s American version of Sympathy for the Devil. It's not, they're not American. Australian, I mean. Very Australian. Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you missed the Fun? stop sign. Uh, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Tism. That was a thing. We're going to have to play <laughs> the whole song in a bit, because yeah. fuck me, it just gets better and better. <laughs> <laughs> so they're anonymous. That was the link. <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. I just you should tell to... the backstory <laughs> to that. we got time. What? Basically, I've... what Tism are. Oh, they're like, so they're, <laughs> they only, f- everyone only found out like their identities about five years ago and they were a band from like the 80s um turns out they were all school teachers (laughs) 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 and they were a parody synth pop australian band (laughs) who just released fucking hilarious shit uh such as such as greg the stop sign and Um, defecate on my face (laughs) which is a song about uh ava braun having a shit on hitler's face (laughs) Yeah. Wait, because I, cause I know Defecate, um, I'm afraid. That, yeah. That's the same band. Yes, that's the same Whoa. band. Whoa. Um, well, it's all coming together. <laughs> it's all coming together, they, boys. They're just hilarious. They they did, they used to do, like, really weird interviews. Um, they had one where, like, <laughs> they did it in a football stadium, and they just made the interviewer sit on one side of the stadium, and they sat on the other side, and they just both used megaphones. <laughs> <laughs> they also... <laughs> <laughs> because they were anonymous, they all wore masks like all the time. Um, <laughs> they had this one interview where <laughs> they got the interviewers in, and they just got a load of um, 
caretakers from the place they were doing the interviews in to do the interviews for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were wearing masks so yes. different. <laughs> That's fucking <brilliant>. class. <laughs> it's good shit. It's excellent shit. Right, anyway, I'll let's go. Rattle through. Yeah, I'll rattle through mine dead quick. I, uh, I had like a, a, a very, very mini disco phase, uh, which was Patience by Tame Impala. They've got, it's like one of their newer releases. Mm. They announced that album uh, and, and put out a song that I quite liked. I can't remember what it was called now, but I was looking through that and then I saw Patience, which mm. is, it's like a proper like old school, just like, it's got like the bongo percussion and it's just like dead spaced out. It's just nice. Which then led me to More Than A Woman by the Bee Gees. <laughs> And, uh, I can't stop singing that. That's a great song. It's incredible, but fuck me. Some of the like um, flourishes that, yeah. <laughs> that Barry Kemp does are so crap. <laughs> like, I'd love to see if I can find this one that's like that I'm thinking of where it's going into the final chorus. And he's, uh... <laughs> it's like, fucking hell, man, just sing properly. Does that. Then uh He just jealous. Yeah, I wish I could hit them <laughs> notes. Then um Whitsun Bay by Metronomy. They put on an album called Metronomy Forever, which I think I'm gonna need to give a full on listen to because I think Rough uh, I might be talking completely out my ass, but I think Rough Trade said it was like one of the best albums of the year. Huh. For whichever year it was out, which I think was either this year or last year. Uh and then two more would be These Walls off um To Pimp a Butterfly. Uh, keep on listening to that and like picking out a new song that becomes my favourite song every time mm-hmm. I go through it and this time it's These Walls which has Thundercat in it and Bilal as well and some Sick. some bird called Anna Wise I've never heard of her and then No CD by Lord Kana off I think his early stuff it was on in HMV no Urban Outfitters from yeah, the other yeah. day I was like this is a tune and that's my lot that now fun? I think we should talk about what we'll be listening to for the next week yeah well here on Book Club I wanted, I'm book club. I wanted to uh, push the boat out a little bit, go for a genre we've uh, hardly touched or mm-hmm. hardly talked about. I have chosen an album from 2011. Uh, actually, a thought, quick, quick thought. As we approach the end of the decade, I'd like to discuss at some point before the end of uh, end of the year our favorite album from the decade. Like in a future yeah, episode, I would like to talk about that because mm. there's a lot to unwrap. Jeez. But I have chosen 2011's Camp by Childish Gambino. Ah, sound. I'm excited. I haven't listened to much, um, like pre. Uh, what's the fucking name? Red Bird. Awaken my love. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to hear mm. that. That's a great. I, I'm intrigued because it's not. That's definitely not something I normally listen to. Mm-hmm. You're not really one for your hip hop, are you? So no, I'm not against it. Just... But you love it when I'm in my room reciting every lyric. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's really, it's strangely enjoyable. I don't. I'm just there, like I'm just a great performer. Enjoying it <laughs> in awe of his bars, just word for word, and I'm just like smiling next door, just like this is brilliant. <laughs> so yeah, I'm intrigued because I've probably never listened to a hip hop album through yeah. in full. But... Yeah, I, I yeah, I'm excited for that. I know one song off that which is bonfire bonfire which is like one of the best ego tracks i think i've ever heard uh there's the bit where he's like oh what's the bit he says it's something about move white girls like it's coke out my ass crack that's the one move black girls because man fuck it i'll do either i love bitches i love pussy you should probably Aww. i should probably be running peter or something yeah. like that it's like, not one of them is it it is one of them that's all i don't the know the n-word's gonna come up like every line 
Not every line, no. but he does. He every does. He, d- he is black. He's hard to he say. Is a, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I'm offended by it. <laughs> don't like no, no. I don't. I don't like it when rappers rely on it as a word, yeah, especially when it's using the rhyming. But it, he doesn't rely on it. Okay. In fact, I think Charles Gambino is one of my favorite rappers. Rappers like. Rappers for the way that he uses. <laughs> I said rappers, and I put a weird <laughs> like I put a weird inflection on it. I was like, like, he's one of my favorite rappers. He's one of my favorite rappers for the the lyrics he writes, especially his internal rhyming is sick. Um, so I talk to you about Fair internal enough. rhymes all the time. Yeah. If you want to talk about rap lyrics and being ego trips, mm-hmm. uh, I completely forgot about it. But Eminem wrote a lyric that was um, <clears throat> "Get off my dick." Dick's too short of a word for my dick. Get off my anti-disestablishmentarianism, you prick. And that's one of my oh. favourite Eminem lyrics. Do you can know we, what? Can right. we get rid of Eminem? Like, I just fully... I mean, I don't want I'm to, about done with Eminem. Yeah, he's so shit. He's <gasps> massively gone downhill. <gasps> he's so bad. What, in general? No, like, some of his early stuff's good, but, like, what is he now? No, no, no. Right, okay. So he did Recovery in 2011, 2010. Something like that. Great album. One of my favourite Eminem albums. Then I think I, he had the Marshmallow Mathers LP 2, which was a bit eh. Then he did Revival, which was crap. And then he did Kamikaze, which was a bit better. Yeah. A bit better. Mm. I mean, except for Venom. Except for Venom. Venom's one of the worst. <laughs> Venom. Wild. Kamikaze, I, I had a, uh, still have. <laughs> I'm not, not friends with him anymore. Um, one of my mates in uni uh, called Dan was like, hugely into Eminem absolutely loves him he loves all, all of his rap hip hop things like that um, and he was like he had so much he was so invested on Kamikaze not being as bad as like previous Eminem stuff was and to be fair to him it is f- better and there are a few tracks on there that I was like impressed by but I just don't like him at all yeah. I think he the early like he could get away with saying some of the stuff that he said when he was like in his prime, in his heyday, like, you know, the the earlier stuff. Any time anything he does now, he raps like a fucking sixteen year old still. Like and he used to rap like a sixteen year old when he was like in his twenties and it was like, that's okay, he's still just kind of being a bit juvenile, but yeah. he's like what, yeah. forty now? Being funny, like, how close to in an age of cancel culture where yeah. it's so fucking just overboard at this point. Mm-hmm. How has Eminem slipped through the cracks? Nothing sticks to him. I think it's because he he stays out of like like he's not in the public anymore at yeah. all. He like mm-hmm. you just never hear anything about him now. Like he, I think he knows to keep shot of it because he said so much offensive shit. And when he was saying it, it was like oh, it's still not really okay to say, but everyone was saying shit like that. Yeah, he was just doing mm-hmm. it in ways that was more clever. So he was mm-hmm. kind of applauded for it. Where some people would be like criticized for it he also ended every every offensive song with something like i'm just playing america you know i love you yeah yeah, exactly i i was watching a thing about him recently um slim shady i i i heard that all the Mm. time but i had no idea it was like his alter ego and yeah fair i found it i found out a lot about him because i Mm. I like a couple of his songs Mm. i just found a really interesting guy after that it was a lot yeah if I'm um, rightly, it's something like he was he was Eminem and that he did an album as Eminem and no one gave a shit because it was it was yeah, crap. That's what he was saying, yeah. Yeah, and then he got bored and was like, fuck it, I'm gonna play the role of a psychopathic killer called Slim Shady. And then people were like, Whoa, what is this? Oh, and Horrorcore became a thing. Have you um ever seen the um Muffin Man? Sorry? 
The Muffin Man? Uh, not quite. The documentary Defiant Ones, the one with... It's about Jimmy Iovine. Oh, am I thinking of... No. That, but then also there's the documentary about Dr. Dre. I can't remember what it's called. It's not Straight Outta Compton. But he did a documentary where he basically talks about his life and about... Um, Defiant Ones, isn't it? Is that Defiant Ones? Yeah. Because yeah. that's more about Jimmy Iovine, who was like the guy who... He, has this fucking like crazy crazy life where he was like a sound engineer worked at sound city studios mm. where fleetwood mac started ended up like dating stevie nicks for ages he was seriously punching cause he's a <laughs> minging looking fella um and then like he's he went through you know failure to success to failure to success partner with dr dre got fucking massive off nwa mm. and then eminem shit like that and now he's the owner of beats or whatever so he's just a fucking millionaire um it's a really good documentary though and i'm pretty sure a part of that is like there's an episode that's yeah that's it there's an episode that's um devoted to eminem and like dr dre and eminem it's fucking really good really exactly. really really good i'm sure yeah no yeah i just think yeah, it's, it's good time for eminem to he should just pack it in just pack it in yeah, yeah like pack it in pack it in let him begin it's not even the words <laughs> pack it in pack it in <laughs> pack it in pack it in let me pack it in house workers like. <laughs> yeah so yes Charles Gambino camp yes, yes. look forward to it kids <laughs> I'm, sorry for that. I'm gonna get on that very um, soon yeah cool I'll just say before we end the podcast um, the release of this podcast will be changing up a bit mm. um it will now be fortnightly on Wednesdays rather yeah. than every week on Monday. Mm-hmm. Because we realise we're all busy adults. Yes. yes. Um, so yeah, because currently most weekends it, my my schedule is Thursday record the podcast, Friday drive four hours up north, um, play I'm a gig, gig. <laughs> edit the podcast all day Saturday. Play a gig. It's well. It's, it takes it takes about three to four hours to edit it. Good effort. Mate, we got to edit out all your bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. And then I have to so go play a gig on Saturday evening, and then drive back down on Sunday and get it uploaded to be ready to be released on Monday. So on this internet as well. It's a little bit of a tight schedule when we're doing that. Yeah, I, I have no idea how much effort we're into editing. Yeah. You're the talent, aren't you? Just turn up and are you, are you guilt tripping our audience no. to continue listening? Uh, yes, yeah, so <laughs> please, please, please. Sorry for that. Make it all worth it, guys. <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> so yeah, it it will be changing up a bit to relieve some of that load. Mm-hmm. Make yeah. Dan's time worthwhile by <laughs> listening to the Little Slice podcast on all your favorite streaming sites. Name them, John. What sites are we on? Um, Where are we hosted? Acast. Think so. I don't even know what that is. Apple podcasts, podcasts? <laughs> Spotify. No, we're nope. not allowed on Spotify nope. because we use music. Bleh. We're the bad boys ah, of podcasting. Really, the bad no, boys of copyright. Amount. <laughs> yeah. What did you say? I said we're the bad boys of podcasting. <laughs> we we are so <laughs> so nuts. Yeah, <laughs> the bad boys, like a biker gang, just the bad yeah. boys of podcasting. <laughs> we go in scooters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, our brand. Fair enough. So we'll, we'll, you'll yeah. find it anyway. Spot what on. are all our social medias then? Uh, we're at the Little Slice Pod on Facebook and Instagram, and just Little Slice Pod on Twitter. And if you want to 
Email us some suggestions for albums. Email uh, email us at thelittleslicepod at gmail.com. Fan mail and death threats welcome. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and Envelopes pets. full of... And pets. Out. Yeah. What? Try to bounce that out. With pets? Well, you said death threats. So it's like, that's heavy. Right, pet. Yeah. You can't, you can't email a pet? That's more oh, sinister than emailing a death threat. <laughs> Actually... How are they going to get sucking the goldfish <laughs> towards the lies? Slamming like? it into the computer screen. Like, why won't you go in? <laughs> Imagine that's a thing in the future. Just be like, oh, do you want to see my dog? Just digitize no, email dog. it over now. <laughs> I'm going to talk you through all the emails we've had on the Little Slice pod so far. <laughs> uh, eight from Team Anchor. Nice. Cool. Uh, two from Twitter. Nice. And one from Instagram. Very nice. Are so all the ones cheers for all those album recommendations. <laughs> <laughs> Are all the ones off Anchor? Spike Freeman applauded your episode. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right, see yeah. you next week. Well, see you in two weeks. Yeah, see you in two weeks. Yeah, see boys. You in two weeks. See you in two weeks. Slides.